Welcome to Tidolo. Oh, good again. Welcome to Tidolo. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> You're killing me, bro. good with hey. you, bro. Hey, yeah. hey drink some more beer. Going down, do 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 and sugar will go me down swinging. I'll be your number one with a bullet. A loaded gun complex, not getting bullet. We're going TV podcast in the building. We got all four for the first time in about six damn weeks. Uh, B missed last week. What's yeah. up, B? Yeah, what's up? And we were missing Matt a couple weeks before that. Um, before we get into it, I mean, we were just having a nice casual conversation. K Morick has to drive all the way to Arizona after this as a long little track. What is the best road food? You know, like when you're driving, you got to take that long route. What, what's your go-to to eat? I mean, K Morick said a burger. I was like on a burrito, but he made a good point. Like... He wants salsa with this burrito, two hands. That, that's a dangerous game. That is a dangerous so, yeah, game. So yeah. there's my explanation. Is I, <laughs> I, I'm i a burger and fries guy. That, that was what mm-hmm. I talked about. Like, so what is it? And I was like, burger and fries. Burger, I can go in my left hand. I'm good. Drive my right hand. Then switch it up. And then I got my fries in my right hand too. And I'm like ready to eat some fries. When I go burrito, because trust me, I love a good carne asada burrito. You know what I mean? Or yeah. we're at Del Taco, whatever I'm doing. I need my salsa with my burrito. I agree. I I'm a burrito be- drive guy, but I'll try to like drive with my knees and yeah. put the salsa on so maybe that's the bad call yeah, maybe, that's a bad it, call. maybe it is a burger and i'm off the burger i'm a two hamburger guy so yeah two yeah. Two yeah i'm a two right. hamburger guy two, so, so what's your what's what's the move so if i was going to somewhere like a burger special i'm only getting fries just but, fries yeah but i'll do like a i'll do like a dry burger like a breakfast burger so like a jack's like egg yeah. sandwich yeah one of those guys yeah it's just it's Bre- always tough to drive. I mean, breakfast, breakfast jack just, in the car is perfect. I try to stay yeah. away from anything with sauce. You can't. And that's you, my thing with the burrito. Just, the burrito's yeah. always going to yeah. be dripping. Definitely not a burrito guy. There's salsa. Because I'm with you. It's, green it's salsa. Oh, yeah. I, I need Everybody. my green salsa. Everybody. All right. So yeah. let us know what your best driving food is. But, but that was just a start with it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's Especially in a long night. So um, <laughs> let's get into it. We're glad to have all the boys here. Um, we've been missing it. We'll start with the drink of the day. We have the Jack Daniels. Whiskey and Coke in a can. Um, never had these before, but the uh, premix. Yeah, the premix. Tasty. Seven yeah. percent. Tastes like a flat Coke. It does. It's not Coke. It's it, like it tastes like straight Jack Daniels. <laughs> Is that what you think? Yeah, it's a, it's a little stiff. Not <laughs> bad. Seven percent. So that's what we're <laughs> sipping on today. Just so you guys know, Jack Daniels Tennessee quality, perfect mix of whiskey and Coke. So perfect. Perfect. Nice. Perfect. perfect. <laughs> um, start with obviously our NCAA. We had a. Huge weekend, probably the game of the of the year. Um, we'll we'll talk about, um, but yeah, K Morgan, let's start with the uh, NCAA football recap. I mean, this was the weekend of college football. Yeah, like we said, game of the year. We had four versus one. We had a six versus eight matchup. We had a ton. Pac twelve came back, so this was a yeah. huge matchup. But let's get let's start into the SEC East game. Georgia, Florida. This was literally what I have on paper here is the SEC East elimination game. So Georgia yeah. goes down, they lose 44-28 to Florida. And I mean, virtually Georgia, you know, second loss of the season, one to Florida, one to Bama, virtually out of the college football playoff and virtually out of the SEC's championship game now. So Yeah, they're done. I I was at my niece's birthday, it was 21-21. I look over and it just got out of hand. Second, well, second quarter. Thing. Georgia was up 14 nothing. 14 nothing in a heartbeat. Yeah, quick. And then yeah. Kyle Trask in the second quarter went berserk. Took over. Took over that game. Three, for sure. t- three yeah. touchdowns in the second. Kyle Pitts had the big catch. Uh, and they got touchdown. Out. Yep. Yep. But I mean, I liked 
I liked seeing a little bit of emotion from Kyle Trask too. He's a very like cool, calm, collected guy. Like yeah. always plays level headed. But that was a rivalry game, and he definitely got up. And he's, I mean, he's a Heisman contender yeah. now, in my opinion. Yeah. Why shouldn't he be? Well, why not Pitts for Heisman? Why is he not in the conversation? He deserves just as much as anyone else in college football right now. He right now, to me, best player in college football. That's crazy. Well, I, I mean, mean the, 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 as far as the games that we've seen, who's been consistent throughout these games? Yeah, Devonte Smith for Bama has been crazy, but not too. Pitts. Like but I don't know, Pitts has been but, unbelievable. But, but before the season, Kyle Pitts, you don't know where he would go in an NFL draft. He's right. a lock for a first round pick. He's a first round. Pick. He's been unbelievable. Top, they, top fifteen. They've been yeah. putting two guys on him. They they can't stop him. And they they were talking about it. I saw on Saturday before the game is they do such a good job with him of moving him around in the offense so they can't double-team him mm-hmm. and finding him situations to be successful. Yeah. And he's showing it, man. He takes over games. Like, he really, really, really takes over he's games. tough to game plan against. Like you said, not only is he a tight end, but he's 6'6", and he's very fast. He's a receiver. He can, I don't even call him a tight end anymore. Yeah, it's like Darren Waller. You know what I mean? He's like Travis Kelsey. You know, he, how often yeah. does this, how often yeah. those guys block? He's not not gonna, often. Yeah, he's but, not going to go down and block the middle linebacker. But he's physical enough to hold his own against the linebacker. You know what I mean? If he has to go downfield. Yeah, he's a big he's not gonna He's not going to pass pro against a D-end. D- well, to me, he anything. deserves to be in New York for the Heisman race. No, I, don't he's think he's, I don't think he deserves maybe to win it, but without a doubt, you can't say there's three other players or four other players that are more productive than he's been to this point. But I, f- I feel Outside like... Outside of Mac, Lawrence, and Fields. Lawrence doesn't yeah. deserve He's missed two games now. Lawrence, come on. I mean, be say what you want, but it's, is it a name race or is it who's been more no, productive? No, I agree with that. I agree with that. He's been I don't think productive. Pitts but, wins it, but I think he deserves to be there. Fields deserves to be there. This game said more about Fields Kyle Trask than Pitts. Yes. Kyle Trask absolutely took over. And he didn't, well, yeah, he didn't, need, he didn't need Pitts to, yeah, to win the game. Yeah. So I, I think... He, what Kate Mork said, I think Trask deserves to be in the conversation. Absolutely, uh, and I think they're going to go and give a fight to Bama. I think this gives a little bit of headwind. To, it's interesting to go up there. It's definitely interesting. But let's talk about. Let's go back to Georgia. Yeah, I want to talk mean, about Georgia for a bit because this is what we said. The problem with Georgia is they got complacent with an average quarterback instead of. I don't know what the deal is with JT. Yeah, I don't know. JT's he's got to be hurt. Absolutely, he's got. They he, said he might no start way. this week. He's in the mix with those four guys because Mathis the same, sucks. It's the same thing. You can't play a guy that hasn't played in over a year and a half now. You can't throw him into a game against Florida and expect him to, you know, play. Yeah. Do I think they should have worked him in if he's healthy? Of course. I think that should have been the game plan from the start. You know, that should get been him this, some reps. The game plan this season. Yeah. Get him some yeah. reps. Get him some live reps. I mean, he's not one of those guys that was just a top recruit. That you're like oh, hoping to be good. He no. performed at SC. Oh, he's, he's a true freshman. He, he was performed really good. and then got hurt. Yeah. Like he deserves a shot. He's way more talented than anyone else they got. And they got complacent, relied on their defense, and they got exposed. Yeah, yeah their defense is really banged up and it really yeah. showed. Yeah, it that was unfortunate. And that's where the one dimensional thing that Kevin was talking about last week comes mm-hmm. in. It's lights out from there. You're going to get run over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but good for Florida, man. I mean, yeah. they're exciting to watch. I would love to see, see them play Bama. Yeah. So that's, that's going to be that's a good the inevitable one. matchup if both teams run the table. They, they play an Arkansas team this week who has been surprising a lot of people. We'll get into that game later. But, um, you know, SEC elimination game, unfortunate for Georgia, but is what it is. It is. It I is. know you guys like Georgia all year. but yeah. All right, so going on to the Big Ten. So I want to talk about the biggest surprises from the Big Ten because there's a lot of stuff going on here. Yeah. So what, what in your opinion, is the biggest surprise so far? Penn State 0-3. Penn State. Michigan State 1-2. Or Indiana, who is now number 10 at 3-0. That's mine. Uh, Indiana 3-0. Penn State 0-3. Yeah, Penn State. Penn State was 8 in the country coming into the season, and they're 0-3 against not like – World beaters, like they played Ohio State, but other than that, 
They but, just, but we talked about how much they lost, and it it shows. But, like I know they they have the the veteran you know QB, they have the coach, but they lost offensive weapons. They lost. A lot of defensive the weapons, best including defensive player that opted yeah, out. That opted out, including you know they had a, a second round draft defensive end who was the captain of that team as well. Yeah, and Gross Matos, yeah, yeah, Hamler. They, I mean, they lost, lost a lot. They lost a ton, but no one expected them to be zero and three. No, I mean, no, no, of course did. not. But it just shows when you you lose first to second round draft picks in the NFL, you don't always replace them. That in loss, a school like that. That loss on Saturday was rough. Mm-hmm. That was a very long Maryland. Run. Yeah, I mean, Indiana is surprising. They're playing a little over their heels, but they were a veteran team with a no camp. You kind of have think they have a chance to be okay. Mm-hmm. Like you think they're going to be okay. Um, Michigan, no one's surprised. Michigan's just no Michigan. overrated always. always, always every year. Okay, so but yeah, for me it's Penn State. Yeah, I mean I'll make a case for Michigan being surprised. I mean. Um, I mean, especially how they came out week one against Minnesota. It looked like they were going to run all over teams, be more physical than them. And That's true. To come out back-to-back weeks against two teams that, you know, you didn't expect much from is, I would say, is surprising. You know, I think yeah. – and when I come into question, I look at these three teams. I look at Indiana, who was number 10, who just beat Michigan. And I look at kind of the teams, and it's like Michigan on paper is so much better than Indiana. And then that's when I go into question Harbaugh. And I feel like we talk about Harbaugh and Michigan every week, so I'm not going to take too much time here. But it's just, it brings into question like the development of the players at Michigan in comparison to a team or or, or a uh, you know university like Indiana. You know, what I mean, where they're getting two and three star guys, and he's developing them and having this mentality of you know we're the underdogs, we're going to get after and beat the Michigans and Ohio yeah. States and Penn yeah. States. But where, you're, you're where also Michigan is not four, developing. Yeah, you're also getting four full years out of these players at, at a school like Indiana or yeah, Mi- Michigan. I mean, they got the two-year dip guys. Sure, it is an older year, year, but it's it's still the same thing. Even when these guys are juniors, it's not like this is a very young team. They didn't lose that much last year outside of, you know, some receiving help and quarterback who didn't play well. Yeah. So, I mean, and this is a veteran offensive line. It's a veteran defensive line, and they have good running backs. And I just I just don't think the development's been there for Michigan. So, I mean, Harbaugh's the most overrated coach in football. Because now they're talking about him for going to the NFL. Like, Yeah, they're saying the Bears are going to get him like, now or something. He was successful in the NFL, so, I mean, I mean – I, I, I get that. Part. It's all surprising, though. Let's be honest here. It this is. Yes. All three of those are very surprising. Yeah. yeah. But regardless, moving forward, um, Pac-12 is back. I mean, some great games. We saw Stanford-Oregon, some pretty good games there. We saw number 20, the one I want to talk about, number 20, USC escapes ASU 28-27. So this is a pick. I had ASU here. Um, I'm, I'm sure when we all thought at one point yeah. ASU was going to yeah. win the ball game. They should have won the game. They should have yeah. won the game. And it's really upsetting because I actually like, you know, Herm Edwards and um, ASU and what they did. And it's just – USC, I feel like they did this last year though. You know what I mean? They just – they would expect to win and they'd win last minute and they look like shit the whole game and they just find a way. And now it's like, okay, they're still ranked. Yeah. But I think uh, – it's tough to say they look like shit all game because I, they were – Slovis looked okay. Slovis they, looked all right. They, sure. they, they were – they should have won this game by 21 points, if we're being serious. Three fumbles. They fumble on the goal line. Mm-hmm. They have two other fumbles. They're able to come back. They score two touchdowns in the last three minutes. They get an onside kick. They have a tip ball in the end zone on fourth down to score a touchdown. You're saying that. USC should have won this game? Yes, by 21. You can't say they should have won this game, though, if they're making all these mistakes. You're saying if they play clean football, they win the game. If they don't fumble the ball. That's sure, not but like, clean they football, kept just, doing it. They, <laughs> anytime yeah. you put Slovis in a situation where he drops back 50-plus times. It's a problem. It's a problem. You but got, the game plan – That's back to the coaching. Well, the game He's plan terrible. for ASU was to stop Carr, stop the run. Yeah. And they realized that early. But don't get me wrong. They got – USC got so outcoached in this game because 
I think on so the, too. On the field, it was not even close. It was disgusting how much more talented USC was mm-hmm. than ASU. But the scheme, the just the coaching in general for ASU was like running circles around USC. And and that's, that's why I they had thought, a chance to win. And I thought that's what the difference was going to be is who was going to come out to play in this game. Is that 9 a 9 a.m. kickoff like we talked about, which is strange for the Pac-12. And who's going to be up show whose team is going to show up to play? Yeah. And ASU's team was more prepared mentally from a coaching standpoint. Yeah. Upsetting they lose just because, you know, they lose in a heartbreaking uh, yeah, I, fashion with two pissed. touchdowns in the last two minutes. I was pissed about that. Sucks. It sucks. But regardless, USC, you know, fights on, marches on. They're still ranked number 20 in the country. I just don't know if this luck going to last. It's a push for me. Yeah. It's a yeah. push for me. I don't know what to make of the game. Uh, there was mistakes on both sides of the ball for both teams. Um, me and Mac were pretty dialed in on this game. Yeah, dialed in on this game. And then... USC's Drake London is an absolute monster. Yeah, Unstoppable. He's, he's an good. absolute monster. He was all over the field. He mm-hmm. was he was making catches in double teams. I mean, we, we, he was he made, he caught that game winning touchdown at yeah. the end. That was impressive. Impressive. They, they have playmakers with St. Brown. Mm-hmm. Um, they got all kinds of playmakers. Yeah, Tyler Vaughn's St. Brown's know, definitely better than that, that freshman. Uh, the other kid who played a bunch and he was all over the field too. Um, Drake Jackson on defense was. Like they had to double team him every time. They're cor- they have the two best corners in the pack. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, they're just good. It and just comes down to the coaching. Like I said, it's, it is. It's That's exactly what it comes down. But to like, when's the, the when's the last time we saw just like clean, convincing win by USC? Never. No. They're winning. Right. Against, Never. They're winning. Right. Exactly. <laughs> last time, That's last where I'm time, at on that. Last they're time so, Sam Darnold was there. Yeah. <laughs> they're honestly. so talented. Yeah. They're winning in spite of their coaching. Right. Which is yeah hard to do. Yeah. Especially college. Yeah. But yeah. It is what it is. USC wins. They yeah. live to, They stand defeated for another week. Yeah. Um, let's get into the big game. Number one, Clemson. Number four, Notre Dame. Um, game of the year, by far, in my opinion. I'm a Notre Dame fan, so I'm a little biased in this. But still, I mean, incredible game. 47-40 game of in the year. double yeah. overtime. Game of the year. I mean, we were all on the edge yeah. of our seats freaking out. This yeah. game was incredible. It was, it was amazing. I've always favored Clemson since uh, my buddy in the Navy, Foster. Uh, shout out, Matt. But uh, I thought DJ... I thought DJ was good. Threw for 400. Oh, he played great. Yeah. They, Notre Dame did exactly great. what they wanted to do is stop ETN, force yeah. DJ to just back, you know, drop back, throw the ball, and, you know, he did it. Yeah. He, he, well. he put and, him in a position to win. And here's my here's my takeaway from the game. Um, first of all, you got to tip your cap to Ian Buck. He's, well, I've been the most is critical it, Ian Buck guy uh, yeah. in the face I hate of the him. world. He's terrible. That yeah. was his best game I've ever watched in my life. career. He yeah. was. Finally, a senior, Rose to the a occasion. guy who started for a long time, mm-hmm. showing what, you know, he's able to make a play when he has to. And that's all he needed out of him. He could have checked out after that fumble in the end zone. Yeah, that was terrible. Really could have checked out. But the I think the 400 from DJ is a little misleading because I think Notre Dame was very okay with that. They were allowing him to do that because, like you said, they wanted to stop ETN. They did. Where, they shut him down. Where if Trevor's in that game, they're not game planning saying, well, I don't think the game, stop ETN. I don't think the scheme changes. It does. It has to change. Why? Because DJ was getting yards, but they weren't really necessarily converting into big I, touchdowns. I'm actually with Mac. I don't think the game yeah, I don't plan think the, changes I don't think the scheme changes. I, I want to hear I think from you, the Notre Dame fans soon, but I think ETN has been one of the best college football players the last three years. Of course. And they, yeah, Trevor Lawrence is godlike, yeah. but they beat people because ETN just bullies teams. Exactly. He every time you think Lawrence has a big game, it's because ETN breaks one off for seventy five. His longest run against Notre Dame was thirteen yards. Yeah. yeah, they shut him down. They did, and that was their game plan. That was their game plan. And I, I, don't I don't think, think it changed. Regardless, I don't want to get too much into Lawrence. He didn't play this game, but I don't think it changed at all. I think it has to change. 
I Maybe really Lawrence do. makes one less mistake, but G- DJ played a clean game. He did. He was fine. He played a clean game. He was and fine. And that's that's we were talking about that after where I was like, I don't know if this yeah. changes things if Trevor's in this game. I think their defense yeah, is very I don't know more if it changes. Shout out to Notre, Notre Dame, Dame played, played great. Played perfect. Yeah, they it, played great. Yeah, but Notre, or Clemson's defense is very very suspect right now. They need those three guys back. They're, They're they, missing three starters. Their their run defense was weaker than usual. Ian Book was able to run, make plays. Uh, their running back, um, what was his name? Warren Williams. Williams. He he played phenomenal. He broke one early. It was yeah. a great game. It, it was, was it was, was great. No complaints game. for this game. Yeah, no, yeah. not at all. We got I'll, Notre Dame. Yeah, I'll talk. I'll talk about it now. So, a um, couple things. Etn. I mean, Notre Dame's defense. Let's go there first. So, yeah. sh- absolutely shut down Etn. Like you guys talked about, he had 28 yards rushing for the entire game. This is the SEC, ACC all-time leading rusher in Travis Etn, guy that's been there for four years. You know, he's Doak Walker, you know, yada, yada, yada. He'll be a top two-round draft pick in the NFL this year. He's yeah. great. So shut him down to 28 yards. That's incredible. Um, DJ did throw the ball a little bit. Like we talked about, 400 yards, whatever it was. He looked good. You know, he had some overtime touches and stuff, too. So, I mean, he looked great. He played clean football. Um, but I think what Notre Dame was able to do in this game, they controlled they, – they did what Clemson does to a lot of teams. They were just more physical than them at the line of scrimmage. I think offensively, the offensive line for Notre Dame played insane. Ian Book, you watched that game, was barely touched. And if he was touched, it was because he was scrambling somewhere and running somewhere and would find a way to get tackled. But he had so much time to throw that ball. And I think Clemson's defensive line is a big question mark. It before. is. They had no pass rush their on nose, the end. Their nose tackle's out. He's supposed to come back soon. That was, yeah. Their nose tackle and their linebacker They're captain. young. They're, they the, are young. That on the D-line's the worst line. I've seen in the last four years. Well, yeah. years. Credit Notre Dame's offensive line. They were... Senior, senior, senior. Over 160 starts between the five of them. I mean, this was yeah. a very heavy. I mean, we see it, we say it every year. Zach Martin, Quentin Nelson, Ronnie Staley. I mean, it's Notre Dame. They, they just McGlinchey you know, for the Niners. Like they always have these guys, and it's the same thing this year. So credit that offensive line. They were incredible. They gave Ian Book all the time he needed to take care of the ball, and then the defensive line too for Notre Dame. 28 yards for Etn. You know what I mean? They and they and the. Uh, final drive of the game for Clemson, two sacks on first and second down. Well, I was gonna, sealed the game. Yeah, I was going to mention that. How yeah. many? What was the pass rush before that? Nothing. They, it was they just nothing. Stick, they just stuck with their scheme. It was just, until they got to overtime, and yeah. then it was they, like, all they, right, we're going to pull something out to them. And I think that right there, that second overtime, is the only time you could put Trevor Lawrence in the game. Be like, this is where it would change. So, like, let, that would be where that's it was a different. Good okay, so let's talk yeah. about you guys talking about the game plan argument here. So. My thing is with game planning. Are you saying game plan against Clemson the next time you play or saying yeah. game plan in general? No, against Clemson the next time. Oh, Clemson the next time you play, it's tough because they definitely took away ETN. That's no doubt yeah. in this yeah. game. But that's an easy de- easy decision without because Trevor without Lawrence Trevor playing. Lawrence. Yes, you put the pressure you on the freshman. You put the pressure on the freshman. Who, he, still, he still rose to the occasion and played. So it, it's difficult. You know, you you have to you have to just play. But I'm telling this is this is the difference. This is the difference because – they didn't really take a lot of huge shots with DJ. They took a few. But you you take away ETN early, right? Say you take away first drive, mm-hmm. and Trevor goes over the top for like a 50-yard bomb. You're like, let's change a little bit now. Like, <laughs> let's kind of, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. all this, the situation changes. But mm-hmm. it was working. They're like, have as many yards as you want, DJ. We're shutting down ETN. You're not beating us. We're winning the game. Whereas you take one over the top with Trevor or, you know what I mean? Like, it changes this situation a little bit to where you can't be so gung ho, shut down ETN. Let's. But I still think they go into the game like I'm going to stop the run. 
then they they that's wait for every that team to every game. No, <laughs> you know what I mean, I like, mean yeah, you gotta you stop w- the run first. It, like, you want to stop the that, run, but you game plan around Travis Etienne. Yeah, we'll see. But regardless, I mean, great, phenomenal football game. I want to talk about DJ for a second. I mean, he played phenomenal, but you know, he still threw four hundred yards. Is this a different ball game with Trevor Lawrence in? Because I mean, he still had a great game, right? What that's do you guys what I'm think? Saying. How many more yards so, does Trevor? Throw yeah, exactly. For? But I don't what know else, what else could like, he that's have done. That's my cap. Right I think there. I think that the yards are a little. I mean, it's the presence of Trevor Lawrence mm-hmm. playing. I mean, I know it doesn't. So sound you're like saying much. that Clemson may have played a little bit more conservative with the passing. No, he's saying more aggressive. More aggressive passing with yeah. DJ. No, with no. That's Trevor, what that's what I'm saying. Play more yeah. yeah, but regardless, Clemson's defense is a big problem. Because Notre Dame's offense is a slightly above average. I would, They're not I would a powerhouse so. offensive team. They're not explosive. Yeah. They're not. That. And them for them to get kind of moved on like they did early, it's a problem. And that's eye-opening. So maybe it's not a huge difference. But anytime you have Trevor Lawrence on the field, you can't say there's not some bit of an it factor. Yeah, X factor. Uh, yeah. It's Trevor yeah. fucking Lawrence. Guys. No, I get it. But <laughs> like let's be the real. way the way Notre Dame played, I think the game goes in overtime, but I think a different outcome goes possibly it, I mean, a different outcome. Possibly I'm a different you, outcome. But Clemson yeah. didn't stop him. But how good uh Notre Dame's offense was and like you said how suspect their de- uh Clemson's defense line was. I don't think much changes. Well, yeah. the good news they is put 47 points The up. good news is is they're leading it's going to a fast track to them going heads up again. <laughs> yes. With an angry Dabo and an angry Clemson. Angry. I so, mean, I was with, pissed. With I, I always favor Trevor Lawrence. I always favor Clemson. Trevor Lawrence. And I'm a, actually a big DJ fan. So I, I was a little grumpy at the game. I don't, you know, I want to shit on everyone's <laughs> mood with Notre Dame. Everyone was betting it. And, and I was trying to fair, shit on that mood for it's sure. It's a fair conversation to have because, true. I mean, the number one overall pick didn't play. You know yeah, I mean? So it's right. fair to talk about. But yeah. I, I'm kind of with CY, you know, and, you know, it's the presence I get that from Trevor Lawrence, but overall, it's still that Notre Dame defense that played and their it, asses off. It showed like a must win for Notre Dame, and it was. Yeah, yeah. and they they had that and mindset. They, I loved it. Where Clemson, yeah. they played their heart out. Don't get me wrong; they yeah. did not care about this game. But Clemson, they went out. They're in the playoffs, like hundred percent, still ranked for. No doubt, they're in the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. So. This is what we kind of wanted. This hurts. I mean, me can't so, work. So they're going to play again, right? They're going to play again. They're going to play again. And, and if Trevor Lawrence goes and shits on them, what do we what do we talk about? If what, it is, like, we'll talk, like, let's, we'll talk let's about how great Trevor Lawrence is. Oh, let's, let's, talk, yeah. let's talk Clemson then. Fine. Okay. So let's say. I'll Actually, before we talk Clemson, I want to talk Notre Dame. Okay. Talk Notre Dame. We have, they have, like, do we see them winning out? They have some tough games. They this do. week is very tough. Yeah. I don't, I don't Boston BC. College at Boston yeah. College. Notre Dame's not tough. old coach. They're going to beat the crap out of Or, I mean, uh, old, old quarterback. quarterback. <laughs> old quarterback. Jakovic. Jakovic transfers from Notre Dame. And and you hate the team's oh, emotional wins. He's redemption tour. Off, uh, that's redemption my, tour. Off emotional <laughs> wins. This game, I don't know if Boston College wins. They this don't. game's going to be very close. This is a rivalry game. Big time it's rivalry, rivalry game. game regardless. They're going to be playing Doug Flutie highlights and, you know, last second field goals all week. It's in BC. It's NBC. This yeah. is going to be a close game, boys. I'm telling you. It's be close. And you know what's funny is it's not an t- easy road for Notre Dame at all because they have Boston College. They still have Wake Forest, who's not an easy. They got Miami or no? No, they don't play Miami. But they do play North Carolina in North Carolina, too. Ooh, the team that puts yeah. up a ton of points. So that's, a new, that's interesting. It's not exactly an easy road. I know, but once you expect like that, hey, that Clemson 
you get the Clemson win, like you just have to have that this, mindset. You keep the you this keep is their toughest game. Gas. Went out. Yeah, this is I think this is their toughest game the rest of the year. Yeah, no, this is this is gonna be a tough. It's a rivalry game. Boston College can, has proven they can play teams tough. They lost to Clemson by seven points the week before, so it's not like this is an easy showdown, especially if it's a rivalry game. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I think Notre Dame is fully capable of riding it out and playing Clemson in the final, but like if we get past this hump, I'll be way more comfortable with yeah. it. But Clemson, let's talk Clemson. They're, they're, they're going to win out. it out. Yeah. Trevor Lawrence will be back. They're going to meet again. They'll be still both in the top four when they play. Win or loss, what do you guys see? Playing out, do, can both is there a route for both teams to make it? And yeah. how? If if, yeah. Cle- if Clemson wins and, and Notre Dame wins, wins out, if Notre Dame's undefeated, loses, then they're in. If Notre I, Dame loses close, they're in this yeah, game. Yeah, that's if good they call. lose very by fourteen plus to Trevor Lawrence. It's so hard to say though because you got to see out. what else happens. You know what I mean? Like, oh, of course. I mean, if Cincinnati is undefeated with the way they're playing, BYU's undefeated with the way they're playing, and then BYU's that. That sneaker it, team, that dark horse, Texas yeah. A&M. There's Texas you know A&M. There's F- Florida, Bama. Flo- who yeah. loses, who wins? There's a lot to say. I mean, I think there's an there's absolutely a route. All Clemson. My point is, all Clemson has to do is win that final game, and they're in. Yeah, well, they win out. That's, win that, final game. that win that win that final game. Yeah, they're they're, in. they're the team. You take the one L, then one out. They're absolutely in. They're absolutely no, no they're matter have what. To play Notre Dame again, and that's a that's a convincing win late in the season to get in. Yeah, Notre Dame. They lose close to Clemson. I hope in my heart they're still in. <laughs> I think I think they are. I really do. But the committee favors conference championship. So if you have if you have a Florida team that just won a conference championship, or you know a, a one loss Indiana yeah. team, who do you? Okay, that's a good argument. If you have Indiana runs the table, they lose in the title game to Ohio State and you have Notre Dame run the table so and they lose the title game to Clemson. Notre Dame because they have the impressive win over Clemson before already. Right. And I'm gonna Indiana ask, wouldn't have my next question would them. be how how I mean, strong is Indiana's Indiana schedule? They've so, already beat Michigan, they beat Penn well, they State. Michigan's to, nothing. They actually have to play Ohio State in two weeks. So so well, they're, they're, they're kind of screwed. There you go. Yeah. You beat Ohio they're State. If you beat Ohio we'll State, revisit so this. if you beat Ohio State and then you lose them at the end, that's <laughs> then a, it's a Notre Dame situation. Whole, that's a whole. <laughs> it is. That's a Notre Dame situation. And that's that's the same. why we love college football. <laughs> that's the same thing. All right. That's so let's, let's move on. Let's move um, on. Last topic I want to get into before we move into kind of my top ten here is um, Justin Fields talk. So Justin Fields, three games in, three and zero, number three Ohio State team. In three games, he has eleven incompletions with 11 touchdowns the man is on an absolute tear it's, it's yeah. high school numbers he's on an absolute tear and his team obviously his offense for the last two years have been incredible at ohio state the biggest thing that i want to address is the trevor lawrence justin fields conversation and kind of the drama now is is it you know is it a one and two pick in the draft or is it like a one a one b where do you see kind of one two one, it's one and two. It's one. Not, I think, it's not truly I think close one's to you. been locked for two years. Yep. Um, I'm not saying he's got to go. You know, number one over Trevor oh, Lawrence. I think, but my question is: is it is the gaps smaller? I think it's than, Jared Goff, Carson Wentz. So no, Jared Goff was number one. We had no idea That's who that pick close. was going to be. <laughs> we had no idea. But who we knew that, that pick was Col- be. we knew Goff was going to be first. And we eh, not originally, second. I don't think. Yeah, we did. We go. We, we yeah. knew it was going to be Goff. I and mean, then we, yeah, we projected. It wasn't like, but they, we, we thought both would be good. But when the Rams kept it tight to the chest, we. But, <laughs> but obviously, I'm not saying Goff and Lawrence are the same prospect. I'm saying the gap between them is one, two. But we know it's one, two. But my point is. Is the team that has number two, are they like, damn, 
we have Justin Fields and not Trevor Lawrence? Or is it like, no. we have Justin Fields, he's a fucking dude too. Yeah, I think you're a winner with either one. I think as soon as Lawrence comes off the board, 20 teams are calling pick two. Yeah, You think it's... Team number two, it's, think, it's a one A one B. I don't even my point. think like, it's close. It's still a no matter good pick. If the uh, second pick in the draft has a quarterback or not, I think pick two is Justin Fields. No matter who the team is, I, I, I agree yeah. with that. But I don't think it's one A one B. I think it's it's Lawrence one, Fields two, do then think, the rest. Do you think his play has closed the gap at all? It, it no. has for me. No. He I, is very. I important. thought. Like no. eleven incompletions. No, I thought it was way off. I thought it wasn't even close. It's still right. not and it's close. close. Justin Fields is very impressive. It's still mm-hmm. not close. But do you think the number two team is very happy with Justin Fields? Oh, 100 percent. You think 100%. they're still very happy? And can he's, he? And can, is he an NFL quarterback? Yes. Okay. He's number one pick any other year. Yeah. Like That's bold. That's great. Like he's he's a better prospect than Tua was, and probably Burrow and Herbert last year. They probably take Fields one. Damn, I would. Th- I over, would over Burrow. I mean, I don't know. Burrow had the best year ever in college football. Right, true, but I agree. Yeah, but Ohio State was good. But as if, fuck yeah, last if you year take too. you take Justin Fields' body of work from his last year and what he's doing like so saying, far this year. This year's resume, attach it, put him in last year's draft. Where does he, he go? He goes two. He goes after Burrow. Yeah, because yeah. Burrow's hometown guy. So he probably goes. Damn, he goes two. This is a great conversation. Which which draft class, which quarterback draft class is going to be better? That's another conversation we, we got, can talk about. We're going to talk about it later, but we got three of them dudes this year. No, there's three of them that are and balling out. Two. So, well, I wanted to talk about man. one. I want to talk about Zach Wilson for a minute. Get into it. BYU quarterback. Go off. I think he's solidified himself as a first-round pick. He might Damn. have. I agree with that. He, they're one of the best teams in the country right now. They could win out. They could make a conversation for the playoffs, and he's been playing lights out. He's amazing, and I saw already early mock drafts him going 15-16 area. No, I, I like it. I think that's a little high. But I, I think that might be high. I think a, a, a later team gets him. I'm not comparing him to Jordan Love. I think he's way better than Jordan Love. Yeah. But I see like a pick 20 through 32 Someone goes and gets Zach Wilson. They're like, "That's our future." I can't wait till we get into draft talk. I like you here. getting fired up on this. Though. I love, dude. We I got just, a few months. We got a few months. I like you getting fired up on this. I like Zach Wilson and I like BYU. I like how they're winning. They just had a very impressive win over Boise State that we all called. Um, but I do agree. He is solidifying himself as number three over Trey Lance from North yeah. Dakota State. Yeah. Unfortunately, so. you know it sucks. He's not playing Lance this season because yeah. they're they're playing in the spring. Yeah. But it is what it is. You know what even sucks even worse is Carson Lentz is hurting Trey Lance. <laughs> from the like, like you're like, okay, these guys really can't play. <laughs> like they're frauds. Like it's hurting them. But frauds. All right, let's get on to the game. No, oh, good chatter. All right, so um, I want to get into our NCAA top ten or my personal one. Um, I just want to talk about now that we have every single conference playing now. Power fives in, Pac twelves in. So I want to get into it. I want to hear your guys' thoughts and see what you have. All right, so here's top released 10. now since you guys have not seen this. I'm actually changing this right now because I just changed my mind on my oh, number wow. 10. Oh, here we go. That's so, great. That makes yeah. me convinced. Top, I swear to God, that just happened. Yeah. All right. Number one, I got Bama. Okay. So, fair. Fair. No, number, no questions. Number two, I have Notre Dame. Huge win. That's what I said. Too high. I don't think so. They're uh, not better than Ohio State. I, Ohio State does not have the impressive win. Yeah, uh, that's what I'm saying. And, and for me, what, my top 10 is eye test. 
I'm with Cody. I, I think I, I'd have oh, Ohio okay. State too. And, and you can't, they're interchangeable. I, yeah, I'm not for saying sure. they're not. You can't. But this is K Mort's ten. Okay. <laughs> but like, you know. I'll say I have Ohio State. No, I'm, I'm open to conversation. I'm saying it. I like Ohio State over Notre Dame. You can't fault Ohio State for the teams they've played. But I'm faulting them for not playing as many games and winning as many but games that's still as Notre not their Dame fault. has. It's not, but to this point, it is. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. So, but they're that's interchangeable. That's I'm fair. with you guys because regardless of the playoff, two plays three anyway. Yeah. Regardless, it's still early enough, but. They're interchangeable. My number three is Ohio State. Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah. Uh, my four is Clemson. Mm-hmm. They were the number one team. They didn't have their quarterback along with three mm-hmm. defensive starters. I get that. They're still going to have that opportunity to play later on. Number yeah, cool. the, the thing is, two, through two, three, and four are going to take care of themselves later in the season anyway. Yeah. Cool. Um, sure. Number five is where things get a little different. Let's <laughs> Way say. different. Way different. So a lot of people have... Um, Florida, AM, BYU even. I have Cincinnati here Cincy! at five. Yes. yes. I can't I can't stress this I'm enough. In on it. Best helmets in college football. The Reds. Yeah. The Reds. The Reds. Any if you them. have Cincy white. if you have Cincy at five, Florida's at six. Maybe. AM's at six. So anyway, let me let me Better go to Cincinnati. Cincinnati, I love Cincinnati. I've been talking about I it all love year. Cincy. They play defense and Bad they have Cincinnati. a great quarterback. They have an identity. I love Cincinnati. I think that them versus anyone below them, I'd take Cincinnati over them. I really, I, I'm all in on Cincinnati. Trust me, and we're, I've been we're all with year. you. Yeah, we're and all with you. They cover the there. spread every week. I bet. So I love them. So much money. All right, that's my five, six. Texas A&M. Yeah, I've got A&M here again. A lot of people have Florida above them, up to five. I like A&M here. It head to head. They beat Florida. Yeah, and that's the that's purely the thing. And they're get and that. they're getting better every single week. They just beat South Carolina forty eight to three this last week. Okay, so. And I Texas love South A&M. Carolina, man. They're playing. I do, too. Blue that was out. disappointing. They Come on. Kellen Mond. Kellen Mond. No, he's playing good football. Their defense is finally doing a lot better Jimbo. now. Jimbo Fisher is getting this program Get together. Boys right. I know it's kind of on the hot seat going into this year, and he's kind of proving his program and his yeah. team. So I well, like them I, at six. Obviously, I like Florida, but the head-to-head matters. Yeah. Right. It does, it 100%. There. Makes sense. But, again, later in the season, Florida's going to play in that SEC championship game. Texas A&M will not because of Bama. So you get into that conversation. Well, Florida will more than likely jump AM purely because they might win that championship game if they win. Yeah, of if. course. That's yeah. a big if, though. That's going to come down. That's going to be interesting. And that'll be interesting. So seven, I got Florida. So Florida, huge win of huge win against yeah. Florida. I don't see any arguments from you guys. You, you can interchange five, six, and seven in my mind. Five, Cincinnati's five. <laughs> but, but, I, I will not change. But you could argue for any you could argue for any of them. A hundred percent. Who do you got? Eight. Um, I have BYU at eight. Solid. Nice. They deserve That's, it. They yeah. deserve every yep, bit of deserve it. it. Nice. They're not only are they undefeated, but they're winning very convincingly. Okay. Almost every single game. They just beat Boise State by about 30 points. I think their average margin of victory is around there. They're doing a great job. They have the quarterback. That's a prospect. They have a legit receiver, and they play physical-ass defense. So, and you know what I like about BYU? They're not bitching about being number eight or in that ranking. No, they're just you know taking I mean? care of their business. Like they're yeah. taking care of business. UCF. I mean, you know, five years ago, the yeah, whole yeah. like uh, we're, the, the we're the national champion. Yeah. No, fuck that. You would have got ball rammed through by all four of those teams. <laughs> play your UCF. ball games. <laughs> play your ball games. And this is a BYU too. They're just taking care of business, which I love right now. They they know who they I are. I respect that team a I lot. I respect it, and that's why I have them at eight. And I could, you know what? They keep winning it. I wouldn't mind putting them at five or six later on. True. I like them. Um, number nine, I have Indiana. Indiana three and zero, impressive wins. I think they're doing a great job. They're gonna play a tough. They're gonna run into a tough Ohio State team in two weeks. But I like Indiana at nine. I think you put not. I, I think I would have Indiana ahead of BYU just because they've had a little more impressive wins. They beat a ranked Michigan team. They beat a top ten Penn State team at the time. 
at the, yeah, that's all you can ask for is at the time mm-hmm. what happened. Mm-hmm. So, but regardless, respectable. Team. Yeah, I think those inner two, those two those, can be Those two switched. are the impressive ones in this top 10. And if they played each other, I think BYU put the beating on them. And, though, well, so. that's my that's my point Damn. is BYU's yeah. margin of you victory has BYU. been <laughs> Your B yeah. is all in on BYU I right now, <laughs> which is kind of sick. All right. All right. That's nine. Number 10, I have Miami. So uh, that's where we differ. I uh, know. I mean, but but why would you take them out? Because you got you know Oklahoma I mean? State, you got Oregon. Still one loss, but Miami's loss is way more impressive to Clemson oh. than Oklahoma State's is to Texas. But Miami got blown the fuck out. They had no chance of winning that game ever in that game. It's Clemson and Texas, and they it's lost two in overtime. Teams. But they lost in overtime. Two different teams. I don't know. I I like. You can't I like, put Oregon here. You can, you don't have enough eye tests for him to make this. I mean, obviously, it, it's football. not an eye test. It's a it's a top ten. It's not a not, I mean, Kevin's eye test top ten. It's the top ten. No, and I mean that's no, my top ten. It's his top ten. I, I think Oregon deserves to be in this or what? Oklahoma State. I I mean you can't. Oregon's one win very convincing against Stanford. They looked physical. I would but, argue it wasn't as convincing as the score says though. Stanford missed. Multiple field goals in the red zone. Their kicker missed a two to three field goals, and he missed an extra point. But they were or- in those red zones. They could have scored, and that's a completely but, different ball game. But Oregon dominated everything that you said Stanford was going to be. They good played at. well. They dominated. They ran the ball down their throat. The thing I'll say about Oregon, they were impressive in areas like the offensive line was a completely five brand new starters, and they were good, and they did a good job. They, you know, they had some receivers they lost. Their quarterback was obviously brand new. He looked great, he too. He looked really good. So, the kid from Scottsdale or whatever. Chandler. 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 Shout out to yeah. Chandler. So, yeah. I mean, they did look great. But, again, one game against an unranked opponent who we didn't really know much about Stanford. I'm with Oregon. I got love for I Oregon. You always have love for Stanford I have love for the pack too. I, I love, love for the pack too. but I can't convincingly put them in the top ten I when like Miami's Miami already played. Like Miami's Miami already played like seven games. Yeah, yeah. that's and true. they've beaten everybody but, except Clemson. But these are the same conversations that the committee's going to have. Yeah. I mean, that's the way college football is this year. It's just one team's playing 12 games, one People team's playing seven. People get paid more than us. Eventually, they'll, the eventually they'll play more games. It'll be a little more even. But as of right now, Oregon's played one fair game. Enough. I can't in fair commons put them at 10. Fair yeah. enough. All right. So that's K-Morg's top 10. I love um, it. It's going to update every week. So yeah, hard to argue where you're at right now. I think that's pretty fair. Regardless, yeah. it's pretty fair. Yeah. Um, so, what, go, yeah, going into our biggest games next week. Yeah, what do you got this week? We already talked about it. We pro- talked about it a little bit. Number two, Notre Dame. Um, they're a 13.5-point favorite at Boston College. Huge rivalry game. Like I said, Flutie magic, field goal madness. Goes way back into the 1950s. Who do you guys got? Lay everything on Boston College to cover the 13 and a half. Cover. Cover. Not to win. Not to win. <laughs> I do not think they'll win. I think they give Notre Dame every bit of fits. Throughout this game, they're a good football team. Boston College can play football. Oh, I've liked them all year, and they've, they've been—they've been, actually been my team to cover all I year. I know they've been your. I think I like them. I think they. I don't think they win the game, but no. they're single-digit victory for Notre Dame at best. I, I like uh, Notre Dame to cover. Yeah, I think they played so good against Clemson. I think they keep momentum. I don't. I'm not going to buy the emotional win stuff. That's right? a big thing for me. It's a big thing you for CY, but I, I hate I, your emotional wins. I like the momentum. I like just being hyped off Clemson and the way they played. I think Ian Book has some confidence going into this game. I like it. I'm with B. I think Ian Book finds a little swagger late in his uh, late in his college career. Yeah. And man, momentum is everything. Coming off a convincing win against Clemson, mm. um, I got N- Notre Dame to cover here. Yeah. 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 Notre Dame fan my whole life. I have Notre Dame 13 and a half points. I th- I agree with CY. Boston College is a good team. Um, former quarterback. At Notre Dame, transfer over to Boston College, so I think there's going to be a little emotion in there. Mm-hmm. But I think this is a different Notre Dame team. We've talked about it forever. They can't. They've 
they played with a chip on their shoulder against this Clemson team. You know what I mean? They've heard it for the last 10 years. They don't win the big games. Right. Guess what? This team won the big game. It's yeah. time for us to break that, out. You just, that you just set the tone. That all you fa- set the everything tone. Everything came more just factors into my Boston College. <laughs> like <laughs> everything you said. Chip on the shoulder, underdog. Let's prove the world yeah. wrong. But let's go is, out there and win. Hey, this is a different Notre Dame team. This it is, is. We are physical. We have playmakers. We're getting it done against Boston College. No problem. No problem. No problem. What we got I don't next? Know. No problem. All right. Next know. game: Arkansas, number six, Florida. Florida, seventeen and a half point favorite. Ooh, that's a lot of points. Arkansas is <sighs> not that bad. Ton of points. Arkansas is a good football team. They're undefeated Revenge against game. the spread. Revenge game. Undefeated, undefeated against, against the spread. spread. And we have another transfer quarterback from Florida at Plank, starting Felipe for Franks. Arkansas. Felipe Franks. Where's this game at? Oh. Gainesville. Ooh, Florida. that changes things. I'm taking Florida. Seventeen and a half. Give me Arkansas. I'll take dogs. Dog uh, day. Dog day. Dog day. Wow. No, don't say dog day. You just fucking picked a 13 and a half favorite. <laughs> SEC's different, bro. You can't say dog day. I'm dog day. I just right, got to take, take right. your dog day, bro. But Felipe right. Franks covers those 17 and a half. Yeah, I got, I got Arkansas here. Um, breaking news that came out today, unfortunately, though, their, their head coach did come positive for COVID. So he will mm. more than likely not be on the sideline. But regardless, I like Arkansas. Felipe Franks has been playing a so much better this year than previous years. I actually hated him when he was at Florida. Yeah, I, I thought him. he was I like terrible. I think he's I playing like so much better. This Arkansas team is very, very physical. They play defense. I like Arkansas 17 and a half. I like Arkansas too. All right. Wisconsin. Number 13, Wisconsin. Haven't seen them, heard of them in on vacation. forever. <laughs> Don't even know where they are. Vacation. 14-point favorite at Michigan. Give me some Wisconsin. Yeah, I'm going to take Wisconsin too. Michigan's frauds. I I can't I shit on Michigan every week. Wisconsin, <laughs> Wisconsin fourteen. Yeah, yeah. No, I got I got Wisconsin here. I mean, it's hard to say. Like we haven't seen them in so long. They beat up an Illinois team. That's yeah, terrible. I, I hate that. Just like, but we we saw that with Cincinnati. They had a long extended two and a half week off. Yeah, that's a good point. Came and just don't blew them out. It's good don't point. matter. Yeah, so, um, yeah, I like I like Wisconsin here. I, I want to find out who they are as a team. Like I said, they're kind of on that. Should they be in the top 10? They're Should they the not cusp. be in the top 10? Yeah. They could very well be in the top 10 with a win here. Yep. So we'll see what happens. Um, number 11, Oregon, favored by 10 points at Washington State in Pullman. Give me some Oregon, oh, baby. Yeah. Ooh, you're riding them. It's my team. Yeah. Okay. They've been SC you're this a Duck year. fan, though. Okay. Duck, apparently. This, yeah. this year. All of a sudden. <laughs> I, I told you early on, I root for the best pack. But team. you like Washington State's head coach? You, you've been I talking do. about it. I do. I, I think this game. And they're coming off a win uh, against Oregon State. It's going to be, I think it's going to be a close game, but I think Oregon pulls away late, covers mm-hmm. the spread. I, I like Oregon to make a make a name for themselves more than they have. I, I think that's going to be an impressive win, actually. Okay. Nice. I'll take Oregon as well. Yeah. Um. Not sure what his name is, but their quarterback from Chandler was really impressive in that game. No, he's slinging he it. He's throwing down. He ran. He, he was good. He's a good player. Yeah. No. Yeah. I like Oregon here. Ten points on the road. You know, I think Oregon's in a in a position now where they lost so much. It's almost like they're not exactly in a rebuild mode. Rebuild mode. They're just kind of restocking up. You know what I mean? And yeah. I like, and I, and I was happy to see that reload. The yeah. reloading, exactly. I like to see that week one. So yeah. I want to see that continue against Washington State here. So I like them and the ten points. Agree. Yes. So that is our uh, NCAA recap and preview for this week. Um, another good week of matchups, but man, it's gonna be tar- tough to match what last week did for us. But uh, that's our recap and preview. Now, time to get into the boys who get paid to do this for a living. Um, week ten or week nine, sorry. Um, we got to start that Sunday night game. NFC South, 
Saints blow the doors off the Bucks. Called that shit. Yeah, fuck nice yeah, you call. did. Good call. Playing for a comp. I've had the Saints all year. I said the Bucks were frauds. I picked the Bucks. <laughs> I, I thought for sure that I wasn't here I last know. week. I thought for sure that was going to be a two. I figured the Bucks were that that team. A team. This is my kind of thought process in my head. A team that's good is not going to lose two games to the same divisional opponent. If you're a good team, you split, like split the home and home. No, I love that. I like and that. And they lost week lot. one. They weren't ready. They've been playing way better football since. I did not see this coming at all. I didn't see the blowout. But I, I really like this. the Saints just match up well against the Bucks. They play them hard. And Sean Payton outcoaches the hell out of Bruce Arians. And Bruce Arians throws Brady under the bus again. Like, what the fuck is that about? Like, came out and saying, like, they, they asked about Mike. Do you guys see that? He asked about Mike Evans. The reporter did, like, you know, he's only had 40 targets in the last four games combined. Yeah. Like, what the hell's going on? Or it was, like, not less than that. And they're like, well, he's open. Oh. It's like, that was his response. Like, he's wow. open. Wow. Like, I didn't fuck. see that. Wow. Jeez. And that's twice this year he's called out Brady. Like, take some responsibility. You got outcoached on all three levels of the game. Yeah. Offensive, defensive, and special teams. You were blown out. Not, and it wasn't even close to who the better team was in this game. No, it wasn't close. It no. didn't look close. It was dominant. And the Bucs yeah. Buc- looked embarrassing. And I think the big thing I took from this game was Drew Brees, neck and neck for the touchdown, yeah. all-time <laughs> touchdown leader. Smacked them. They're playing together. They're playing against each other. Like, I'm thinking it's just going to switch once or twice during the game. Yeah. Nah, he goes, nah, it's mine. Yeah. yeah. Hey, um, <laughs> I want to know what they said after the game. Fucking Brady, you're not playing in the Jets twice here anymore. <laughs> and, oh, you know geez. what I mean? Like, you're playing a real fucking division. Yeah. And – they're, the Saints were like, no, this is still ours. Yep. This is our division. They take the lead in the NFC for the number one seed. Yep. I mean, I don't think they get there, but they're my Super Bowl pick, so I'm, I hope they do. Saints are I'm not still one of those teams. It's like they barely beat the Bears the week before. It's yeah. Like, I'm, I'm still not, not like all in, but yeah. they beat the shit out of the Bucks. Yeah. Yeah. That was that was impressive win. Regardless. In Tampa. Do you and guys think they win this division? Yeah, the Saints at this point. Yeah, yeah. why not? Yeah, they, I mean, they, beat, a, they beat the Bucks twice. Two game, two game lead on them. Uh, they, you know, they play the the Falcons. They, they play the, the Panthers. Schedule, you, I, gotta, you gotta think so. I think so. I agree. They got the. I don't know why they have the the tiebreaker over the Packers right now since we beat them head to head. But I'm not sure how that works out. Yeah, I don't. Know. But well, you know, regardless, that was an, it was an embarrassing. Oh, it's performance. NFC record record against NFC okay. opponents. No, it's like fantasy points scored. Gotcha. Yeah, it's like points. <laughs> hey. But regardless, big win. That yeah. was impressive. Um, the Chiefs, they hold on to a win. Um, that was very close at the end. Carolina gave them everything they could handle. McCaffrey um, back looked great. Look, but yeah. he's hurt again. Um, he might play. Mahomes was Mahomes. Um, it's been 365 days, a full calendar, and the Chiefs have lost one game. It's impressive. That's How do you say another team is better than them? At that point, I don't think you do. I don't you think can't. You can't. No, you can't. Yeah, I, I mean, don't think you can. That's their their one loss is division game against John Gruden and the Raiders, yeah. which Derek Carr outdueled them. It, which I don't know. So like, you take their one L and you, you cough it up as a fluke at this point because they're dominant. Good teams yeah. lose this game. Great teams find a way to win this game. I think they're a great football team. This was a very impressive win. Carolina played almost a perfect game. Why didn't they run the ball, though? I, I, it's kind of... Yeah. It was kind of weird. They didn't run the ball at all. They had so much play action, and but they didn't run. You see the play? They so motioned was, Mahomes, and he yeah. came back and motioned back. How and good of a play caller is Andy Reid? He's crazy. 
Like the, some of the stuff they're doing is like <laughs> oh, this yeah. guy's running well, fucking twelve different. Credit the enemy too. A lot of people give him a lot of credit for that yeah. offense. He's a main candidate for a lot of jobs, namely the Texans with Deshaun Watson. That's who he came oh, out wow. and said he nice. supported yeah. him. He said, "I want the enemy." Yeah, that'd be a good. Watson pick. did. Yeah, that's that's awesome. Nice, but that'd be a good. Hire Does this for game them. say anything about Carolina or anything about the Chiefs, or just one of those games where Carolina played well? Chiefs just I've played a little bit better. All year, Carolina is a team that they compete. You know what I mean? They're not. Yeah. They're not going to win impressed. the division. Yeah, I'm impressed. They're with Carolina. competing with every single team, but you know, and it just goes to show that they could sneak a game by anyone, especially with McCaffrey back. Yeah, yeah. Chief, and that's Chiefs a deciding are, factor. Chiefs are a great team, and they win the dogfight games of, against teams like this, and that's what that proved. I love that. Yeah, um, I agree. I agree. I think this was a very impressive win by the Chiefs, um, for as well as Carolina played. Uh, moving on. Seattle gets fucking blown out. Um, I called that shit, too. You did call that. Uh, the defense is on pace to give up a 1,000 more yards in the passing game than the record for most yards given up in the passing game. That, well, uh, we know the record, you know the record was, right? Or 100. Oh, yeah, 1,000, actually. 1,000. You know who the record the is, Packers right? The Packers are. The 15-1 Packers. Yeah. So. <laughs> It's relative. I get what you're saying. Yeah, right. It's relative because you put up a lot of points. Teams are gonna have to throw on you. If too. you have, yeah, yeah if you have a great sense. offense, you you're they have to throw constantly. Yeah. This, but there's actually a petition going around for to get that coordinator gone. To get saw to, that. Yeah, there people are putting money in to fire uh, to fire um, the D coordinator. Yeah, they should. They should fire him immediately. And to reference what Kevin just said, that trade is going. Terribly, yeah. Jamal, Jamal Adams. They he gave up so much. Ball. He's fucking terrible for yeah. him to do. He's so very, bad in coverage. He can't stop average. a nosebleed. Yeah, no. There you go so after him. Coverage. And Dunbar, he got benched in the fourth. He was. They were attacking him all game. Josh yeah. Allen, of all people. Josh Allen's a baller, bro. I've been on the Bills all year, and that full shredded this team. He didn't look good against the Jets. He didn't look good against the Chiefs. The Chiefs the week before. He didn't look good against the Patriots or the last t- week or the Titans. Or the Titans. They're six. They're six and two. They are. And he's good. He's been good. In five and a half games. Yeah. No, he has. I don't know. Peep the tape. Josh Allen's a baller. Regardless. And he took, adva- he took advantage of a shitty defense. Well, does this say more about Seattle or does it say more about... Way more about Seattle. Way more. Than Buffalo. No one gives up 44 points. Is it 44 points? Yeah. Come on. This is embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, that's a college game. Oh, no, yeah. Se- Seahawks' are- defense is terrible. No, they're terrible. And it forced Russell Wilson into a situation where he had to play from behind and throw constantly. And... You know, he didn't look he, – he, it just – it was snowballing, you know what I mean, at that but, point. But he's so good to the fact where you're like, they're still a Super Bowl contender. And they're yeah, very much yeah. a Super Bowl contender. But I, I thought the same about the Bills. The Bills finally did stuff on defense enough to win the game. They, well, they had four turnovers. Russ had turned the ball over four times. And, and they, sa- and they the sacked line. him five times. They're starting to get yeah. a little bit momentum. Everyone's going to give up yards and touchdowns to the Seahawks. It's getting the ball away from them that matters, and Bills did it. Yeah. I mean, I – the Bills played a really good game. The Seahawks played a really poor game. I would love to see both teams play a really good game and see where they kind of line up. It would mm-hmm. be 41-44. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't that's, know. That's how yeah, bad the Seahawks defense is, though. It is, but they still been... If Russell doesn't turn the ball over that many times, that's what I mean. In the, he's in the fight of a very high-scoring game. But that's what they did but every they, week. But they shouldn't have to be. Like, the Seahawks' identity... You know, three, four years back... And it's when not they that went, team, though. When it's they not went that to the LLB. Super Bowl... And when they won a Super Bowl, is great defense. But that supported team, by a good quarterback. No, that team was run first, play good defense. Now it's Russell Wilson's throwing on the ball over the fucking field. He's playing by himself. And well, they got good receivers. Well, they have good receivers. And they have a good running game too. Carson is out again. Carson's in in the game. He's a difference maker. They, they do remind me a little bit of the 2011 Packers. I I, I think um, that's a good call. But 
Russell's not Rodgers. Just yeah. Russell turns the ball overs when Rodgers would never make those turnovers. He doesn't. I, I, know I mean, that. that's why that's why he's been recognized as one of the best ever because he doesn't do those things. I still give them a chance to make. Oh, a Super they're going to compete. Yeah. All, in every game they're, they're going to compete division. with Russell. Every game. Anything else on these two teams? Anyone? Bills. I'm going to call that shit every week. Stop, right. stop hating on them. Um, Ravens, Packers, and Titans bounce back. They all have impressive wins. Ravens 24 or 10 over the Colts. Defensive touchdown. Lamar didn't look great again, though. Colts uh, have a good defense, though. They do. Good Col- point. Yeah, no. Colts is good um, defense. I was actually impressed with the Ravens to surge late and get some points on the board. Yeah. Um, the Packers look great against the Niners on Thursday Night Football. Rodgers threw for four. They needed that bounce back game. Yeah, I mean, he's usually not good in California, but they're banged up. Their defense is good. Uh, Fred Warner is the best middle linebacker in football. He shut down Aaron Jones, and Rodgers still able to get it done. Adams is unstoppable. Thank you. Unstoppable. Thank you. Unstoppable. Um, but, yeah, the Packers look great. I mean, they came out and they took care of business when they needed to do. Uh, and then the Titans, they take care of the Bears. Uh, the Bears make a surge late, but Titans that's in control a, most of the I game. I feel like that's every game with Nick Foles. Yeah. Late. Well, why? Why is he trying to do stuff in the fourth? Throwing bombs. He's just a dude. So I'll ask so you awful in late. the first. <laughs> good in the fourth. Yeah. So I'll ask you this question: Out of those three teams, who do we trust the most between the Ravens, the Packers, and the Titans? You just go with the quarterback at that point. That's that's my thing. I'll go with the Packers because I trust Aaron Rodgers more than anyone else. Okay. I, I don't trust. I agree. La- yeah, I don't trust Lamar Jackson to get me the big wins. Fair. I mean. He ha- you know, he has done it, but he's 0-2 in the playoffs. He doesn't look good in those games. He, he hasn't can't- looked good against good teams. Uh, against right. good defenses, yeah. he doesn't throw the ball well. Yeah. I mean, Hollywood Brown's already on the Twitter. It's like, give me the ball. They go and get Des Bryant. We'll see how that ends up going. But now he has two divas that are going to be screaming yeah. for him to get him the ball. And I think the only positive thing out of that offense right now is Duvernay from Texas. I love it. He's, yeah, he's, he's he's solid. The Ravens are so, great rookies. They they're yeah. really good Queen, rookies. Patrick Dobbins. Queen, Dobbins, Duvernay. They yeah. drafted so good. Yeah, they did. Um, Packers, obviously, but it's Packers. I agree. All right, so moving on to our big nuts player of the week. Um, let's get into it. Uh, B, I'll, who's I'll, your big nuts? I'll start since we got into it already. Uh, Josh Allen. Yeah. 31 for 38, 415 and 3. Also ran one in. He took advantage of the shitty defense, like I said. And y'all kind of like shit on me when I picked the Bills over the Seahawks. <laughs> I was a solo pick there. You guys kind of shit on me. So fuck all three of you. Go Bills. Wow. Go Josh Allen, baby. Go Mafia. All right. Damn. Fair. Damn. more. Yeah, I'm going to go with uh, Jake Lutton. For the Jaguars. Wow. Starting all right. Off a loss. Ventura College. Ventura College, Oregon State rookie this year. The man threw for 304 with a touchdown. Ran one in. Ran one in. But wow. give the guy some credit. I mean, no one gave him a chance. Everyone saw uh, Danucci 2.0. Cowboys are just, you know, and like they Jags are going to play. Jags they cover. They're just playing the backup quarterback. That should be an easy win. They go into there. They lose 27, 20, 24, 25, something like that. I mean, Regardless, close yeah. ball game. They're in that ball game late. Give that man some credit. You know what I mean? And Gardner Minshew should be, you know, a little scared about the job the rest of the season. I think. Yeah, okay. he might. He might sit the rest of the season if Lutton plays semi decent against the Packers. Played well, man, you watch that ball game. He they was need no to lose slouch. Games. They want Lawrence, so they need to lose some games. He was I, no slouch. Yeah, they I, do need to lose. I think the Jets' one win just slipped away. So Mac, I'm gonna take uh, Garrett Gilbert. There you From go. Dallas. Wow. A lot okay. of backup QBs. Yeah, a lot of backup QBs. Against your yeah. Steelers. Against my Steelers. Uh, you look good, A man. lot of easy passes, a lot of checkdowns, but 
man, delivering the ball well, tight spirals, love slinging it. <laughs> but um, no, he played well. He had you nervous. He, he played well. <laughs> he did. And, and he played like, man, he played like he's been in the league for three years as a backup. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Just a fill-in. It, it did well. He's been playing like foals, dude. Um, I'm going the first ever back-to-back let your nuts hang player of the week with Dalvin Cook. Went for 200 yards. Oh, I thought you were going to talk about the congressman. Two, oh, yeah. <laughs> 200 yards, two touchdowns, 45 fantasy points, 70-yard touchdown run. The guy's unstoppable coming off injury. Back-to-back, big Bro. nuts player of the week for me. Dalvin he's, Cook. He's got 858 rushing yards and 12 touchdowns, and he missed a game. <laughs> yeah. So is he the best running back in the league? Ooh. No. Whoa. Why do you say no? How can you That's say no? Quick no. He's a dude. Who's your running back? Who's your running back? Now well, I got to hear you well, who you would put best, over him. Best this season or best, like, best what? running back in the NFL? Go. I still think it's Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, I'm a McCaffrey, and, and I love Saquon, too. But I, I got I think it's McCaffrey, but... For, for the length of the season, this year, I'd say Cook. Dalvin for sure. Yeah. Dal- Dalvin Cook, if he never missed a game, so he's that healthy guy, this wouldn't even be a question. No, I think McCafferty. You see what McCafferty does on the football field; it's special. No, Christian. Run Christian's great. But I, he, Christian won't ever do this. He won't uh, ever go run between the tackles for almost 500 <laughs> yards yeah. and four yeah. touchdowns Strictly in the last two weeks. The yeah. A and B gaps. Yeah, yeah. just yeah. hitting the A gaps. And that's what that one's about. <laughs> I know. I know. He's about that one. Blowing past middle line. But Saquon's that. When Saquon's healthy, they, he's on a shitty team. Like, the Vikings lines are right. I still think he's a little more shifty than Dalvin. I don't know. Yeah, he's way more shifty than think, Dalvin, actually. But he can run through your fucking Dalvin, soul if I think Dalvin, yeah, Dalvin is, run you over Dalvin plays a so more Saquon. physical. Eh, Dalvin plays more physical like Henry, but he's got more acceleration than Henry. Oh, Henry, too. I forgot about fucking King Henry. Henry's just big and fast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, where Dalvin's like, Henry kind of gets will literally a blow though, you Dalvin. out. Like, yeah. Dalvin did, too, though. Like, Dalvin's I was at a good stretch. I had Dalvin right. fantasy. Bro. Right, I got a question. I got a question. I got a good question. dog. All right, you're, you're strong safety, cover one, you see a run, you go fill the gap. I'm not fucking hitting Henry, are you I'm kidding me? I'm hitting Dalvin unless Henry <laughs> gets uh, Henry touched or at Dalvin. the line. Yeah, Henry, Henry doesn't get touched at the line, full head of steam? won't pass me. Full head of steam? You're a full head of steam, he's fighting through the A-gap. I'm not oh, fighting the A-gap against Henry. <laughs> I'm telling you right I'm now. Not. You not. see Spillane no, fill the A-gap I, against I, Henry? He's like, look. He's like this. Hey, <laughs> my shoulder. Henry's impossible. Henry Henry embarrasses you, but I promise you a downhill, downfield Dalvin Cook will literally ruin your life. No. I'd, I'd argue a downhill uh, Zeke Elliott will fuck me up. But not like Henry and Cook. Well, he's not even in this conversation. But, yeah, but I can take <laughs> I Henry's legs. Henry's fucking 6'4". I can take his legs down. Zeke will fucking get low and fuck you yeah, up. Yeah, you're grabbing one of those hey, fast legs. And Dalvin, yeah, his, like, Dalvin puts the crown of his helmet and his shoulder into you. You're, <laughs> no, you're going to bed. No, Dalvin. I, take, I would rather tackle Dalvin. I would or, rather tackle Dalvin. I'd rather tackle Henry <laughs> over Dalvin. I would rather tackle Dalvin. No, I'd rather. I'll ankle pick Henry. I'd rather I'd rather Henry stiff arm me fucking 15 yards. He'll put your ass into the fucking turf, bro. Three yards into the turf. Dalvin, it's like a little giant. Dalvin, will put, Dalvin put you to sleep. He knocked him back to the second grade. Yeah, when he stiff arms <laughs> put this, those videos, you see the guys flying off in his face. Yeah. We're going to put this on Instagram after the episode. All right. That. Oh All right. God. So that's Big Nuts Player of the Week. B, how's the competition looking? I know we had some movement with Ooh, you. Yeah. I, I made 
I made a dent. Made some moves. I was, I was bad. Uh, I made a big dent. Maybe I should just miss episodes for that. But uh, we got CY at the top, 41. Love to hear it. K Morgan Mac on his ass, both at 40. And I made a huge dent down nine from first place. I'm at 37. Yeah, I'm only down four. It's a ball game. Can we talk about the Jets fucking oh not, my God. Uh, not coming wow. my upset that I called? You, you would have had I a two-point first place lead at 43 points if the Jets win. And Nick Folk, just big dick Nick Folk. Not even Nick. I mean, like, the I mean, play but he calling, hit the, he hit the, play the calling for the, the Jets at the end of the game was so It was. They fucking, don't want to win? They were piss poor. I yeah. get that. They don't but win. I want to win. Joe, Joe, no. Joe Flacco tried to win. Then. Everybody on the sidelines like, no. Joe, Joe Flacco oh, tried to win. win, and they were pissed. The, G, the GM, <laughs> did you see the picture of him falling asleep during yeah. the game? Yeah, he was asleep in the booth. He's like, oh, we're winning? Hold on, let me go to bed, dude. Like, I'm only excited if we go 0-16. So the competition's getting, getting close. close. I made yeah. a huge dent. Thank, thank God. I don't want to drive anywhere. I know. So... Um, <laughs> We're going to start a, a topic. You know, it's a very popular one going around the NFL right now. We're halfway through the season. Um, all three of those rookies, well, the top three rookies drafted um, in the quarterback position are all starting now uh, with Herbert, uh, Tua, and Burrow. Um, here's the question. You get one guy to start your franchise with, who are you going with and why? Um, we'll start with UB. Who's your guy? Uh, this one's tough. It's, a, it's really tough because – I'm I'm a big two guy who just don't I don't have enough there, but Joe Burrow is eye test wise the guy I want to play football for me. He reminds me actually of Aaron Rodgers. I mean that's going crazy because Aaron Rodgers is literally a goat, but the way he moves in the pocket, gets rid of the ball, and has been better every week since week one. I think Joe Burrow. If you're starting your franchise, I think Joe Burrow eventually becomes the guy who gets you 10 wins a season, and that's what you want. I mean, you want the Super Bowl, you want the big wins, but I, I sh- I'm not going to argue against other guys. I love Herbert. He's a big arm. He's way better than I thought he was going to be, and Tua, we don't have enough yet. He he had a really impressive uh, game against the Cardinals, just not enough to go off of. So just strictly Joe Burrow, I test for me. He's a baller. He's just. I think he's a kid that can just get it done constantly. Okay, Morgan. I hate to say it, but I'm actually going to go with Joe Burrow as well. See, you hate to. Why do you hate to say it? Like, what's why? Why do you hate that? Because you hate me. You hate the Bengals. I just hate say, you, just say yeah. you fucking hate the Bengals. <laughs> no, it's nothing to do with the Bengals. I just I like Burrow, and my my thing that separates Burrow from the other two is I think he's just a little more of a gamer than the other two. Um, I see. I think all three actually are doing a great job right now. Yeah. Herbert with his arm talent. Um, two, I actually think is a gamer too, but he just played a really, really, really good Cardinals defense and put up thirty plus on them. So I mean, he had a great performance too. So I'd actually put him probably at number two. Um, my only criticism. Really? That I, Wait, you put two, two, or two? Yeah, I think I think he's a gamer. I do. Okay. I think he's got that. Russell Wilson it factor of his I think movement, so the way he moves. I like. I think him. he has some swag, and if yeah. he. If we talk about this conversation six weeks from now, I could say Tua because you guys know, like I love the I love the kid, yeah. And his audition, you would per se, because they have a good football team that could potentially make the playoffs. His audition's over. Mm-hmm. He just he he's the starting quarterback. It's yeah. not close. Yep. No. So and then my my only thing with Herbert is um, big arm, great arm talent. I'm not saying he's you know a slouch by any means. I just I don't see that like just mentality in him yet at this point he's a very i don't see the improvement 
and his decision making at the end of the last right. game too was because right. suspect in my yeah. opinion. He's he's throwing check downs when they're they need a touchdown late in the game and like but if I'm, a, like, Let's but go. if I'm a Charger Let's fan, go. I'm happy. Oh, yes, that's what I'm saying. No, 100%. I mean, you're happy. you don't go wrong with any of those three quarterbacks. You're happy with any of those three teams right now, and I hate it. We're probably gonna full sweep Burrow, but I think a lot of analysts probably. would probably. What, well, you don't know what Max gonna say. Oh, I think yeah. a lot of analysts would, you know, have something to say here. You know, maybe a little different, but um, it's Burrow to a Herbert for me right now. Um, oh, I'm on the same. I like Herbert. I've been a Herbert guy from day one. He's obviously not my number one. Right, Burrow. I mean, you gotta you gotta ride your guy. I gotta ride my guy, Burrow. But number two, I got. I'll make the argument for two is Herbert's been better than advertised. He's people were down on him from the beginning. Say so they should they reached on him. Yeah. But he's done nothing but been impressive. He's still a rookie. You got to remember that. He's the youngest out of the three, and he makes those stupid ass mistakes. Like, you, like at the end of the game, he doesn't. We were do well talking clock, about that. Yeah, clock, he, management. clock management was not great. Um, he knows those things, but if you have him reading a defense and making a play, he knows how to make a play. He has the most arm talent out of yeah. any of those three guys. He's yeah. probably the fastest. He's the biggest. He's a physical specimen compared to the other guys, but. It's been taking a while to kind of get his groove. Mentally, I think yes. he's a little behind. Yes, I agree. Matt, Matt. Who, I'm going to go uh, with that same order, Burrow to uh, Herbert. Um, I think that Herbert is a little raw. Um, I think Tua adds a, another layer to that offense for Miami. But Joe Burrow is, man, a couple adjustments away from being that guy. That and I don't even think it's him adjusting. I think it's the team adjusting. Adjusting around him, yeah. sure. And maybe he's maybe he's an O line away from being an absolute monster. I, I and I'm not so. looking forward to facing him going forward. But yeah, I'm taking Burrow. Here, uh, might, here might be a better question: who who has the most upside that could be the who, Hall of Famer, who could be the best out of the three in the future? Well, that's two different questions. Like, I who has a chance to be the best? Like, who has a chance to grow the most? I think it's Herbert. Yes. He, he has the potential to grow the most. Mm-hmm. I think Burrow, how much better does he really get? I don't know. But if he keeps up this, that's a Hall of Fame career. I mean, if he keeps at well, the pace he's at I right think now. Burrow's, and I pick Burrow right now. Like, he's he's by far winning. He's won more games, obviously. But right now, he looks the best. But I do think that Justin Herbert has a higher ceiling. I also think that Tua Tagovailoa has a higher ceiling than Burrow as well. But, but I think Burrow's doing well. But we all pick Burrow to... The right question now. was to start a franchise. Yeah. So I franchise. mean, if you really think well, if I'm that, I'm going long term. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta term. think, you gotta go a little deeper. You gotta dig a little deeper. Then you know what? Then what I've so, seen so far, I might pick so, Herbert then because well, I do think he has more arm talent. Well, yeah, but you gotta think of mentally. Like that's not something you just automatically get. But I don't no. think mentally he's terrible. But Burrow's like a different different level. He's, of course, you think so. But he he's is doing. Of course, saying that, like he's doing what he did at LSU. Burrow to me reminds me a lot of Rodgers. Like he really does. Like Burrow doesn't have the arm strength Rodgers has, but the way he presents himself. No, he's Ooh. a gamer, and that's why I like him. But I just think higher ceiling, in my opinion, is probably Herbert. I agree with I that. Think so too. That's, that's what I think. I think Herbert. Yeah, and that's but, why I think I might start a yeah. franchise but it's, with that. It's really hard ceiling. for Burrow to get even better than what he's already shown. That's my point. Is no, he'll get better. He has to get better. He's not Rodgers right now. No, you but, think he's Rod. He's not Rodgers right now. But he's, he's on not. pace to break every rookie record. Because you guys are losing but ball games. Rogers, Rogers, like, uh, that's not fair. statistics are if statistics passing statistics especially are relative. Look, I was looking at this last night. Russell Wilson has more yards, more touchdowns than Rogers, but Rogers is having a better season in my opinion. He's got way better. better QBR, less interceptions, and he's 
just close there on touchdowns, but Wilson has to throw the ball more. It's the same with with, with everyone. Look, there's a reason gonna, why yeah, that's Daniel tough. Jones had how, Daniel Jones statistically then, had more okay. 100 yards passing games or 400 yard passing games than any then other. Then why doesn't Herbert have those stats that Burrow has? He, he does. Yeah, he's not doing the same. It. It's not the same. I have him Burrow here. has right. more everything. All right. Burrow, 2,200 yards, 11 touchdowns, 5 picks, 75% completion rating, 60 QBR. He's been sacked 14 times, 5 fumbles. 2 and 5. Look, he doesn't have we'll – go, we'll go down to Herbert. 67% completion rating, 2,100 yards right behind him, one less game. 17 touchdowns, so he has 6 more touchdowns. Throwing the same no, they're amount. Even, they're even on games now. He's thrown the same amount of picks, five five picks, and fumbled three times. But they've also so this is a stat that I found interesting. Burrow has three rushing touchdowns. I love, um, and Herbert's right behind him with two. They both have 150 yards rushing. So their stats. Herbert, I think Herbert's going to get more stats in his career every year, because we talked about it. More of a gunslinger, bigger arm, faster. Well, there's a well, reason. Sure. Here's, here's the thing. I don't think I necessarily agree with Drew that. Brees. Wait, wait. Drew Brees was on a bad Saints team for a while, and he was the passing leader for a long time. And there's a reason why, because he yeah. was on a bad team. He has to throw the football, and that's why he's number one in all of these statistics. That yeah. doesn't make him the best quarterback of all time. So you guys think the yeah. Bengals have a better future than the Chargers? I didn't say that. <laughs> well, that's what you guys are. Saying. I actually, Not I said Herbert long term. So I guess I would say Chargers. I, I think injuries are really hurting the Chargers. Every I mean, year. Hurting everyone, yeah. every I year. think I think long term, still long term, I take Joe Burrow. I like I said when He's, I started this, yeah. I th- eventually I don't know if it's next year. But I think eventually Bengals, uh, he's going to be a Bengal forever, I think. But I think Bengals eventually are the 9-11 to 11 team win every year with Joe Burrow if they do right by him. But we've seen this 100 times over again where a franchise doesn't do right by the guy. Yeah. Okay? They'll take, take care of Burrow. They're going to take care of Burrow. So I, I, I like Burrow long term. And I'm going to say how many, how many great defenses has Herbert played? I would take I would take schedule into a factor here because one JB's had to play against the Ravens he's gonna have to play against the Steelers twice you know I mean Herbert like, how how it's all they're all NFL defenses yeah um, regardless the stats are comparable they, they are. are comparable but they're both losing ball games they're both gonna put up crazy numbers and like I said you can't go just but here's the difference numbers can sway either way that's fine that's, there's but numbers are but relative then, let's watch the games if you watch the games I am. The Chargers are losing, and a lot of the times it's because Herbert makes a mistake late, throws a pick. The Bengals are losing because Burrow goes and throws a touchdown. Their defense gives up a fucking touchdown at the end to lose it. That's happened three times this year. Sub four, actually, if you I mean, think about you it. You can't say, like, they're winning ball games because of him, though, either. They only won two games. Well, I mean, there's been there's But been they're a not lot losing in spite of him. There's been a lot of opportunities. The Chargers are losing this. in spite of Herbert I think either, they, I think they are. I think they are. are. Because think, of Justin Herbert? They lose at late in the game because of Herbert. I think they find themselves in the same situation. But then he fucked up the clock management, and they had one chance. was an opportunity to do it though like but it's he not didn't. his fault burrow goes down and scores a touchdown their defense gives up the touchdown at the end yeah. for them to lose the I game think, i, I think, just don't think the Chargers are losing because of justin herbert but they're not That's all I'm they're saying. not blowing all leads right. because their defense we, we do this a lot i'm gonna do it now you switch the teams i think burrow's like five and two you put burrow on the no Chargers. disrespect to the Bengals, but i literally if they swapped them yeah burrow leads a, a team like that he doesn't have to do a ton where herbert makes himself do a ton 
Yeah. Like he's still, like yes, we said, he's it. raw. He still does the turnovers. Yeah. He's He does dumb themselves. rookie shit. Yeah. And Burrow, I think, doesn't do those dumb rookie things. I think he's just on a bad team. I mean, right you, now. Take the, you take the I, game against the Colts. But you for think the, the Chargers are like that much yeah, better? I think the Chargers are way better than the Bengals. Way yeah. better. It's comparable. It's, it's, comparable. it's not comparable. I think it's Receiving cores are both good. Offensive lines are both pretty suspect. Defenses aren't great. Chargers, Chargers have a Bengals. better offensive line, better defensive line, better, better secondary, but, better but not better great. secondary, better, better linebacker, not better secondary. They do. They don't. They absolutely do. They don't. They literally don't. And Derwin James is out. Like it's all. Yeah. Chargers are a better football team. You swap the two. Burrow leads the Chargers. The I way more wins because he doesn't. Team. It's an even football. He doesn't do dumb shit. I think shit. it's even, but I do think the Bengals are losing not in spite of Burrow, where the Chargers. Lose because Herbert yeah. makes a mistake late. It's I agree. Not because of Herbert. If it was well, because of Herbert, he wouldn't be playing football. He wouldn't be playing their quarterback. They're, they're but he, he has a good, he has good game. But he, every game, he makes one mistake late that costs him the game. Yeah. He did against Tampa, threw a pick late. Like the he Chiefs did against game, this New like, Orleans, he threw a pick late. Like he did both those games. He threw late interceptions that really hurt does. them. Yeah. It hurts them, but you know, it's not why they're losing football games. I'm not necessarily just thinking that, but they're not scoring and being like, hey, defense, get a stop where the Bengals are. Going scoring we did that one against time against the Browns. We did three all times. of a sudden, it's like Joe Burrow's Eagles. We've done it three times. Eagles. Yeah, done it. Eagles. Browns. They couldn't go down and get a Browns, field goal. The Browns. Browns. Twice. Browns twice. No, we had a, we had the lead with a minute twenty left Colts. and lost. Yeah, the Colts. The, the Browns Colts is the game for me. Regardless, they're both the quarterbacks. Oh, the it's on. Right. It's on their shoulders. It is. It is. We're gonna see them one for a long time. One has two wins. And like I said, six weeks from now. My man, two is might be might be eight. No, baby. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> he has more. He has just as many wins as any of them. Jeez. Yeah, but he's <laughs> okay. Why he has, do you pick he has two a way more impressive win? Why don't you pick him then? Because he's, he's only played, played two, two games. games. So no. All right, so gamer. Let's go to our week Cry. ten preview. Um, we already talked about Colts Titans on IGTV, so we're gonna skip that one. We're going to go with. Um, the Bills at the Cardinals. Right now, the line is a pick them pretty much. Um, it's been filtering a little bit. Um, who do you guys got in this game? Uh, I'll take the Bills. Okay. Yeah, I'll take the Bills. They just absolutely rolled over a uh, offensive powerhouse in Seattle. Um, Cardinals coming off a, a shootout in Miami. Um, yeah, I'm going to take the Bills here. I'm going to take the Bills here. Glenn? I'm going to roll with the Mafia. Yeah, I think their defense finally did something that I like. They turned the ball over. They got after Russell. They sacked him. I think they could do the same to Kyler Murray, who is, you know, when he gets pressure, he throws some picks. So I I like Mafia here in a shootout. I'm going to go with the Cardinals. I think the Cardinals win. Uh, They're at home, um, coming off a tough loss. I'm going to take the Cardinals. I got the Bills here. I've been against the Bills a lot of times this year. Josh Allen hasn't impressed me, but I think the Cardinals and Seahawks are kind of comparable in a way. Like I said, similar quarterbacks. I could see the Bills kind of doing the same they did to Russell this week against Kyler. I'm Lone Wolf. Lone Wolf. Oh, yeah, I'm just tired of seeing Cody in first place, honestly. <laughs> All right. <laughs> he was barely in first. I was in first place like two weeks ago. So. I'm tired of seeing uh, you too. Most of the weeks I've been in first place. So. Yeah. <laughs> That's fine. I've been in first place more weeks. Doubt it. All right. We can count it. Do it. Um, next, we have Seahawks at the Rams. Um, Seahawks coming off a loss. Rams coming off a bye. Okay, Morgan, who do you got? Seahawks, better team. Okay, or Matt? Yeah, I'm going to take the Seahawks. Um, I think CY said it earlier in the season. They don't lose two in a row. 
that's my point. I'm with the Seahawks. Yeah. They bounce back. They got embarrassed. I think the defense actually plays well. I'm taking Seahawks. Rams. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, McVay off a bye is going to fucking run all over this <laughs> shitty defense, dude. Damn, that's a good call. I, I actually think they win impressive, too. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. At home, off a bye, McVay is going to absolutely dominate this shitty Seahawks defense. Lone Wolf. So you like the shootout for sure, then. Oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. All right. Next, my team against Mac's team, the 8-0 Steelers and the 2-5-1 and and Bengals. Who do you got, B? Um, you know the last time Bengals won against the Steelers? Does anyone know? November 2015. 2015. <laughs> it doesn't start now. Steelers. All right. Nice. Um, Do I even got to ask fucking Kevin? Like, Let him talk, bro. I mean, Big Ben on the COVID list potentially. He's got to sit five days. We'll see what happens there. But... I like the Steelers here. Better football team. Yeah, I'm going to take the Steelers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to take the Steelers. Um, I'm taking the Bengals. I mean, why not? Nice. My yeah, I respect the fuck out of that. Coming yeah. off a bye. If you said Steelers, you would, I would discount <laughs> I all arguments you had with Brandon in the bold. So I'd say you're a flake, a fool, um, a bum. Three so points. I'm glad. Oh, my I was ready to light into his ass. Three, three points, boys. <laughs> oh, I, I, three points. Or big game changer. Yeah. I don't see that happening. Of course you don't. Does of anyone course. else know exactly? That's I mean, if not Connor me. would stay in for four damn quarters, That's please. Fine. Jesus. Doesn't matter, Connor. If Burrow beats the Steelers, it's a it's a new age. It's a new it's a new era. Yeah, it's definitely a new era. I think obviously the Steelers are the Steelers. They're a great football team. Okay, best probably best defense in the league. Um, their offense gets gets it done. They do enough to get it done. Um, they find a way to make plays late. There's no arguing I, that. Yeah, no, I, I I love the Bengals. I would I want them to win every week. Uh, this defense is too good. I think the Bengals match up. Our receivers against their corners. I don't think they have enough guys to cover the receivers. And Joe Mixon back. They, I think they, Burrow gets sacked like nine times. It's been bro. proven. <laughs> it's been proven that the Steelers can get run on. So I think it's a heavy dose of Mixon this game. He's had two weeks off, three weeks off now. Um, Mixon gets back. Zeke had a good game. Yeah. That's the recipe to beat them. You can't. I'm telling you. I've watched the Bengals Steelers games for my whole life. The way you beat them, you just don't turn the ball over. You don't turn the ball over. And you have a chance to win that game. If yeah. you turn the ball over, you're fucked. Running up the gut, probably not the best idea. I think the run is more successful against the Steelers. Uh, turning the corner. Okay, Mark should pick the Steelers to be a suicide because the last time he did that against the Bengals, it didn't work out too well for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. Oof. Oh, yeah. Man. But, you know, that's a different topic. All right, so last game on the docket, Vikings at the Bears Monday Night Football. Um, NFC North Division Rivalry. Um, this has been a very up-and-coming Vikings team the last two weeks. Kimura, who do you got? Uh, I'm going to take the Bears. Uh, Bears at home. They have a better defense. I don't like Kirk Cousins against that secondary. Matt? I'm going to take the Vikings. Wow. Yeah, Probably I'm going to take the Vikings. Um, I think that the Bears have an incredible run, D. Uh, I think they slow down Dalvin Cook, but like you said, he's just on an absolute tear right now. I think they slow him down, but I don't think it's going to be enough. Uh, I'm taking the Bears. They've lost a bunch of games in a row. They they got to find a win somewhere. They're at home, Monday Night Football. I got the Bears. I think the Vikings may be the better team, but I'll take the Bears. NFC North. Um, 
Vikings. I think I actually think Vikings probably win the next like four or five games as well. Yeah, I can see that. Um, they're they have this momentum. They have this swagger that these young corners are are getting to, and I think. Dalvin doesn't beat the Bears. I actually think one of these young corners picks six to the house. Nice. Fuck Nick Foles. Fuck the, the Bears. Cole. All right. Nice. All right. Now it's time for our locks. Um, we all squeaked by with the Steelers lock last week. <laughs> squeaked by. Um, lock I don't of the love week. Love to drive to Pittsburgh. Mac, who's your lock? <laughs> who's your lock this week? Um, man, I'm gonna take the Saints. Saints? Yep. Okay. Saints. Saints. Home against the Niners? I'm on the Saints, too. Yeah. There's no way they lose this game at home against the Niners. Niners, they really have no one. They're just left. beat up, dude. They There's no, no way around they're, they're it. They're just up. beat they up. No <laughs> they need, yeah, they're yeah. done. So I'm taking the Saints. Go, Pat, go. <laughs> Close. We're at home against the Jaguars. Come on. Yeah. That's, a, that's a lock. Packers at home. Yeah. I mean, those are the two pretty much obvious yeah. ones. Um, upsets. This is interesting. Um, we'll start with B. Who is your upset? Broncos. Fucker, man, that's mine. Wow. Against <laughs> uh, the Raiders. Division, the Raiders, division yeah. game. Drew Locke actually looks good the last two weeks. Jerry Judy's coming into his own. Um, they don't play bad defense. They yeah, they play good D two. I I think these games are always tough. I think a Bronco Raider game is a a coin flip every year. I got the Broncos too. Same thing. Matt, I'm gonna take the Panthers. Ooh. Panthers over Bucks. So you can get yeah. tailspin Ooh. on the Bucks. Oh, yeah. Tailspin. Okay, I'm, I'm taking the Panthers, too. Oh, okay. Nice. That's, All right. I like that one. Yeah. That, was, right. that was my second choice. <laughs> All right, so that's our picks of the week. Um, we're going to have definitely have some movement this week. We have a lot of different opinions. Yeah. And if the Bengals, week, Bengals win, I'm fucking coming for throats next week. <laughs> I'm fucking telling you right now. And if so, they lose, it's a free point. If they lose, it's three point for you guys. Yeah, yeah. that's what Kate Morgan said. It's three point. Kate Morgan, I could be tied Two, for first five place one after this against week. eight. No, you know, I don't I don't know. trap game. Yeah. yeah, picked against last time. So. I just, I got history. History says different. Yeah, new quarterback though. Fantasy segment um, recap for week nine for clear eyes, full heart, can't lose players. Uh, B. Ramick had Derek Carr. He said three hundred five, two touchdowns. Actual stat line: he only threw for one sixty five, but threw for two. Um, Chase Edmonds was his running back. He called for 120 and one. He actually only had 88 yards total. Uh, receiver he had Julio. He said nine receptions for 117 and one. Actual stat line: five receptions for 71 and one touchdown. His tight end he picked Kelsey. Eight receptions, 72 yards, one touchdown. Actual stat line: ten receptions, 159. He did it. He called it. He's a genius. Finally got a fucking tight end. Right? Oh, calling the best tight end in the league. He that did, doesn't he count. He did say he was going to stay away from the top two. I know, but he yeah, did, yeah it doesn't like, count. He was panicking. <laughs> uh, defense. He picked this, the Texans. He said three sacks, two receptions, ten points allowed. Actually, they had two sacks, one interception, and they allowed twenty five points. Um, two bad, backs, two bad, bad weeks call. in a row for him. He That's, did not have a good week. Yeah. Um, so let's move on to this week. Week ten is clear eyes, full heart, can't lose players. Uh, he's going Tom Brady. He's saying 286, three touchdowns. Uh, Brady won't have two bad games in a row. It'll bounce back for him. Uh, running back, he has Miles Sanders. Um, he thinks 100 total yards and two touchdowns. He's begging. Healthy again. He's fucking begging. <laughs> he's begging for <laughs> Miles Sanders. <laughs> his fantasy team's off. falling apart. He and needs I, Miles Sanders I, to go I, off. I play his ass this week, so I don't need any of that. He needs Miles Sanders to go uh, off. Receiver, he has Mike Williams. He says seven receptions, Ooh. 94 yards, and a tug. 
Um, tight end, he has Mark Andrews. Says six receptions, 78 yards, one touchdown. Tough matchup, but has been quiet. Thinks he shows up in prime time. Defense, he has the Packers deep. Going against the Jags again. Two sacks, two interceptions, one forced fumble, 13 points allowed. Damn. Packers' weakness is defending the run game. James Robinson is good, but ultimately the Packers' D is going to come ready to play. And we have a trade alert Uh-oh. in fourth and drunk. Uh-oh. Big trade. What do we Big got? Big trade with B. Ramick. Mack and B. Ramick? Yeah. Uh, Ryan Tannehill, Robert Woods, Johnu Smith, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Four. Four. Russell Four. Wilson, Travis Kelsey. Mike Ugh. Evans and Devin Singletary. We will be posting this on our Instagram. Uh, to see who us, won the trade? Yeah, so let won. us know who won. Let okay. us know who won this trade. I think it's a pretty even trade. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you got to look at the league and where they are. Max, I don't know if I like giving your two best players away, but you're 2-7. and seven. You got to make a move, and you're only two games from the playoffs. I, I get it. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. All right, get so time. going. So that wraps up our football segment of the week, um, NFL recap, as long as our preview and our picks for this week. Definitely a lot of movement this week, so we'll have a big update next week. So um, that's NFL recap. Time for our Masters preview. Uh, we got the Masters coming up this week. Fuck, it's Masters week. We never have it in November. COVID delayed it. Usually we get it in April. Yeah. April. So um, they said the course is in great shape. They say it's not going to look any different. Some of the flowers are a little out of season, but other than that, it's green. Yeah. It's ready to go. Practice round looked pearled. Oh, it looked great. John Rahm, the fucking skipper through the, the water. One How of the best good was golf. that shot? Unreal. Um, there's nothing like the Masters Week. There's no. really nothing like it. Um, Augusta National, um, green jacket. Yeah. This is it. This is it. This is um, this is the enchilada. Yeah, it yeah. is. What what do we got, Mac? What what are we looking forward to in this? Um, man, if I'm picking guys to watch, uh, John Rom has been hot all year. Yeah. Uh, Dustin Johnson, looking to close out a good year. Number he's one also the world. he's also been hot. Um, I would say if I was gonna pick like a top five, um, I would put Justin Rose in that category. Uh, John Rom. Um. And then I'll give one more, maybe Patrick Cantlay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Twenty-five to one. Yeah, but uh, man, looking forward to some good golf. Hey man, corner. I mean, it's just yeah, nothing, nothing better, nothing like it, dude. I think about Bubba's shot. You know, yeah, the Bubba shot is the one that gets in my head. Everyone the, has a master shot. The hook out of the woods. The dude. hook, hook barrel, or over out of the woods. It's unbelievable. Um, I'm gonna give a bet later on in the segment, but. There's nothing to me like a Sunday Masters going into the final. Yeah. Like, you have like a couple guys usually pretty close. Yeah. I'm hoping Tiger's in Sun- it. Sunday's Masters is probably one of the better sporting events you watch on television. Oh, yeah. yeah. I yeah. mean, it's just for, for I don't think watchers we, we don't get Tiger. I don't think we get Tiger. No Tiger. Tiger's playing. 35 to 1. Yeah. He's yeah. not one of the favorites, but yeah. Tiger shows up in fucking big events, yeah, man. Don't count him out. Yeah, he, he won last year's Masters. I think he's going to have some big shots. He also, fucking won last year's Masters. Yeah. Hey, red tee, Sunday Tiger Woods. If he's in contention yeah. on Sunday. And where's the red tee? It will be primetime Tiger It'll blow up any football game ratings. Yeah. The, the, the heavy game is Bengals Steelers that day. And if Tiger's in contention on <laughs> Sunday... No, that, that is that'll get the ratings. Yeah, I'm telling you, there's nothing yeah. uh, like it. True. Now, when yeah, Tiger on a Sunday gets the highest viewed golfing ratings ever. Man, hold I, you guys skip something in the beginning of this that I don't want to just skip by. 
that shot today. Was uh, today? John yeah, Rahm. John Rahm. Just round. Was it not the greatest golf shot in the world? It's the greatest shot I've ever seen in my yeah. life. It literally is you guys kind of skipped shot. it way too quick. I wanted to talk about it. Yeah. I watched it maybe seven, eight times on replay. And that's, I Are think you that serious? summarizes <laughs> John Rahm's season so yeah, far. He has really been does. lights out. He's been nailed On the man. green, 100 yards out, throwing darts, man. He's been consistent. What I love about the Masters and I love about Augusta more specifically is it exposes people. Yes. There's no fans, which is going to be a little bit weird. But mm. regardless, the aura of that golf course brings out the best or the worst of people. Yeah. Like, they either rise to the occasion or they're fucking toast. You think that matters so much in golf, not seeing the fans all roped off on the side, kind of like... Because it's always quiet during the shot. I mean, and that's that's I, not enough. I effect. think it affects guys more like Tiger, where the fans, he just feeds off it, dude. When hits, you get a good hits Tiger a ni- fist pump on Sunday morning, oh, hits hits a, hits a nice, yeah. like, 11-yard yeah. putt, like a huge if, putt, yeah. and the crowd goes wild. If Tiger's in contention on, like, a Saturday, say, yeah. not even a Sunday, and he has this crowd, and there's someone else paired with him who's maybe not, but playing well, mm-hmm. I think that's when Tiger elevates because he feeds off that crowd. Okay. Whereas now, it might be a little more even. But yeah. at the same time, when you're chasing that green jacket, I don't care who the fuck's in front of you, that has a spell over you. Yeah. The green yeah. jacket will fucking put you in a coma where you've never swung a golf club in your yeah. life before. Yeah. It's something I've never seen ever. And the guys, that's why I always favor a guy who has won or been in contention late. And I'm going to go completely against it when I make my bets this week. Yeah. But. Well, I mean, you see guys, you guys, you see guys melt all the time. Yeah. On Sundays. I mean, you take it back to Jordan Spieth going OB yeah. water. Oh. OB water. It's like, man. Sergio did it too. Yeah. Sergio Ser- did it. Um, but look for guys uh, in the new age to to maybe show up on a Sunday. Uh, I think if this is the this is the year with no crowd. Yeah, this and is I the think year. I think Bryson DeChambeau could Fuck turn him. some. I, I hate God him. Damn it. I hate Fuck him, him to death. I hate what? him to death. What? But he's going to turn him. some. He's, he's trying to change the game yeah like he's, he's smarter turn, than everyone turn it into a long drive competition exactly yeah. he's yeah, he out driving everyone absolutely he hits absolute they bombs. showed his approach shots today and like his second shot he's hitting he's carrying balls 360 to 380 with 200 mile per hour ball speed like he's literally carrying the ball farther than everyone yeah but Augusta doesn't really play into that. But people want to watch. People want to watch. That's kind of when the the three ball he's got back into the NBA. And people love it. He's that's a fucking douchebag, though. He thinks he's smarter than. That's everyone. what I think is um, different about Bryson DeChambeau and golf in general. Is that golf is a lot of finesse. It, you can't just true your way through. Golf. He's the fucking Trevor Bauer of golf. Yeah, he is. Wow, he literally is. You, you, hate, he's you hate those guys. You I like fucking. You're smarter than everyone else. Yeah. I'm better and smarter. Tell Trevor about. Tell Trevor about. I, I, I am angel. looking forward to see if he can turn some par, par five and par fours into some par two. Dude, he was doing fucking sandwiches after his, his drive hey, on par fours. But if if Phil Mickelson has proved anything in a 20 year golf career, if you can't putt, you can't make it. Yeah, yeah short game. It's going to be huge. Yeah. And Deshambo's literally like 150th in the world in putting. Yeah. So you can't yeah. do that in Augusta. Yeah. No, you you, you lose. can brute your way up there, but, but there's some type of finesse that has to go into your. Deshambo's eight to one favorite. He's oh, wow. The, he's the number one Literally favorite. based off of that long drive. Yeah. That's Dustin, it. I love Dustin. I don't see him winning it. No. I just He doesn't do well in these kind of events. I think a guy like Justin Thomas has a good chance. Okay. Um, yeah. A guy who's very accurate, who can kind of throw darts at it. I would love Kepka, but he's out. He's yeah. been out for so long. Yeah. I can't take him. I love your Cantley pick. Yeah. I, 
I love him. Um, and I'm going to go into a dark horse later on when I say for value and bets, but how the fuck are you against Tiger? He won it last year, yeah. and he's been better since. Yeah, so. well, well, yep. we have odds there. Well, 35 well, to 1 for Tiger. Oh, okay. 35 to 1 for Tiger, and I'm I'm going to stay away from Rory in this. Um, I think Rory melts. I, my, I, I think my favorite golfer doesn't win these things. Yeah, and Rory I, melts. I think, I think the, birdie, the birdie opportunities are there, but the par opportunities are missed. Right. It's either a birdie or a bogey, you know, right. and I don't think that plays well at the Masters I agree. at all. I agree. You so. have to stay consistent. Uh, bogeyless golf, you have to have really good rounds. Damn, Thursday morning, fired up. Fired up. So I'm excited for it. Can't wait. Um, I like, like I said, it's the Masters week. Yeah. What, what more do you want with NFL football? Um, Get the people college football. It's so, a big weekend. Yeah. That's the Masters preview, getting into it. Um, little recap, we had the Breeders' Cup over the weekend. Uh, we didn't talk much about it last week, but Authentic won. Um, second big race Authentic has won. Retired after the race. Um, just want to give real quick props to Authentic, winning a great field, coming in and smoking some other horses. Uh, Baffert strikes again. They got something else. Dude. But uh, great race, great run by Authentic. Um, nothing but good things to say. Just want to give a shout-out to Authentic real quick for winning that race. Yeah. Um, and then now it's time for the weekly gambling pick. So this is my weekly gambling picks. Um, I'll start actually with the Masters. Um, I like some value here. I like two guys. If you're gonna throw some money on two guys, I like Tony Finu. You know, great pick. He like he's yeah. 25 to one. Mm-hmm. Some value there with the money. He's always in contention late. He can't finish on Sundays, but he plays the Masters well. Though. He does. Yeah, he, he it fits he's his always, game. Yeah, he's always up there. Um, and then I like the U.S. Open cha- champion, Colin Morikawa. Um, wow, he's 23 years old. Uh, he's 30 to one. I usually like guys who have won a Masters before, but this is the type of kid. He's special, man. He's if special. He, he goes and does this. Whew. He can go out and go low. Stand by. So thirty to one. I love the value there. Go lay some money on him um, and watch him go perform. Yeah. Because he's every time he goes out, he does well. Yeah. So I like I like him in those situations. Um, as far as NFL bets, my straight my straight matchup. I like the under forty four in the Philly and the Giants game. I think that game goes way under. That's my straight bet this week. Um, lay two units on it. Nothing crazy on that. Uh, my teaser, love my teaser. Um, I say lay three units on the teaser. I have the Packers tease it from thirteen and a half um, down to seven and a half. I think they cover that easily. Such a lock. Um, I like the Chargers plus two and a half against the Dolphins. Tease that to eight and a half. They like to keep it close. Um, I like the Broncos plus five. Tease that to eleven. Um, and then I like the Panthers plus five. Tease that to eleven too. So a lot of dogs in the. In, in the, the teaser, teaser this yeah, week, wow. but I think it's a lot of close games that I lose. I, I, I really like that Dolphins one, but I'll okay. ride with you. Um, parlay, um, three team parlay. I like the Browns minus three against the Texans. Texans are done; they're toast. Browns cut off a bye; they're rested. Baker will be back. They'll win that game. Uh, Eagles minus three and a half against the Giants. Eagles need this game. Giants coming off a win. Uh, Daniel Jones can only beat Washington. No way they win two in a row. I like the Eagles here. And then lastly, I like Seattle. Minus a point and a half. Almost a pick them. I think they bounce back in a big way. Good teams bounce back. Um, going against my picks. Like going against <laughs> picks. So, um, those are my bets. That's the weekly gambling pick. Um, and that's TV Podcast for the week. Um, huge sports weekend. Huge. This is a great. I can't wait to talk about this next week. Yeah. We got a lot of events. So, uh, bear with us. Play the best with us. I'm telling you, we can make some money in summer. We have a new bet.
exciting season. Coming next week, Tuesday. Coming next week. Stand by for that. <laughs> we have a new pick, one pick a week. So uh, that's T Podcast. Thanks for listening. We appreciate all you guys and stick with it.